What's up, bros? It's your boy, Brendan Schaub, doing the thing back at the Blind Mike Project. This f***ing blind guy, he loves me, and I love him. He can't see it, but every time he defends me, the little tendons in my cauliflower ears start tingling, and that's how warriors say I love you. I love you, Blind Mike. Thank you for this amazing opportunity. Just stick around, folks, and you will see Brendan Schaub. Thesbian. For now, make sure you go to blindmike.net and subscribe to the channel. We don't want to be the best-known secret. We want to be like your mom's bush and just be out there for everyone to see. I wrote that. Without further ado, here is your host, Blind Mike Geary. Is getting a little self indulgent, but I appreciate it. Thank you, Brendan. I love you too. <laughs> and uh, real quick, just to start for you, uh, why you laughing fans out there? It has it's happened again. It's clockwork, really. I'd say I want to say once a month. Uh, once a month. I don't want to exaggerate, but once a month seems fair. Uh, there's generally you know one out of every four or five episodes that Craig truly takes my breath away and it happened it happened again like a pro i tried to move on but i think you'll be able to notice what i'm talking about you guys are probably wondering up now on the on the patreon uh is uh pat cooper on the howard stern show in honor of pat cooper's uh, passing rest in peace old friend mm-hmm. we did a why are you laughing episode about him and you guys are probably assuming or hoping you're like they must have brought up mike montante and rest assured we did so <laughs> Don't you worry about it. I will. Because <laughs> there's a moment where we're playing, <laughs> we're playing a clip of Pat arguing on the phone with his mother, and it's it's a fascinating thing that Stern did, where Pat's getting into it with all these different family members. It's a cavalcade of of Coopers calling in to berate, um, you know, the the man of the house, and just out of nowhere, <laughs> Craig goes, eh, "It's like Mike Montante." <laughs> It, it caught me so off guard that I almost forgot who Montante was. I was like, what, what's what's happening? And you'll watch me in real time go, uh, oh, oh, yes. I suppose I sort of get the reference. And then I try to compose myself. It, was like, it, was like, it felt like I was giving a, a book report at the front of the class and someone walked up and just smacked my papers out of my hand and then casually sat back down. I was like, no one's going to do anything here? All right, I guess we'll move on. I will, in my defense, I immediately went, wrong show. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I love my Tante. I'm happy to talk about him any anytime you'd like. It just felt like odd placement. The the reference, people that know will get it. But <laughs> It took me a second, but yes, I, I got there eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check out uh, Why You Laughing, folks. And for today's program, for the Blind Mike Project, I want to make sure it's known uh, for the powers that be at YouTube. I will not, I know I broke a, a horrible rule last week, and um, I guess I, I have been misinformed. I thought there was a specific word when a woman is watching an addict die in front of her, and instead of getting him help, mm-hmm. taking selfies with him, mm-hmm. there's apparently a word I misused. It doesn't mean, it doesn't apply there at all, apparently. 
Yeah, it caught me by surprise. I thought it fit perfectly. I didn't think twice. I felt like it fit. Now they're making me quote Trump. Now I have to call her a nasty woman if I want to refer to her. (laughs) Yeah. So you see what you're doing, YouTube? You're shoving me over to the right. Um, As they will. We got to get into BJ Corville because um, the the Blind Mike Project uh, has... I can't say officially. I have, I've heard rumors that we've gotten the official Margera family stamp of approval. <laughs> really? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I hear, uh, I, I hear we're making friends on, on that on that side of the earth. But what that led to, uh, someone reached out to me who I can't discuss because our friend BJ Corville, um, is kind of a dangerous person, which we'll get into, but, uh, BJ, there's a lot more to her than I ever realized. And she is a a maniac. She's Mm -hmm. a a monster on the internet. Like she will go after people, harass them. Um, and when I say harass, like I don't use that term loosely. I feel like a lot of people do on the internet where it's like, you know, people use it for like barstool or the minifans all the time. Where like if the minute fans spend a day making funny on Twitter, people are like, oh, they're harassing me. So that's not harassment. Harassment in my mind is what BJ does, which is um, giving out not just personal information of uh, you as a content creator, but finding your loved ones and giving out their personal information. So that's the type of person we're dealing with, with our pal BJ Corville, who uh, let Bam Margera relapse in front of her. So uh, I felt like she was worth uh, a second deep, deep dive. If, if people are with me. Uh, absolutely. She's a psychopath. Um, it was, it was, we were, we were given information in the chat last week at, in real time, but we didn't have, uh, you know, enough time to look into it and they were right. She is a psycho. They were, they may have gone easy on her. Yeah. I think. yeah. Um, should we start with the stuff from that video that I sent you? Uh, not I'm trying, to th- trying to think of how to do What order to go in here? We can watch her instantly uh, receive an award and then go into it. Yeah, you think we should do that first? <laughs> yeah, why not? It's a sweet moment. You're right. Yeah, maybe we should show everyone the sweet side. of It's not an award, by the way, Craig. This is, uh, if, if we ever are so lucky to get to 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's true. They just send you a plaque. That's true. It's just like a, it's a milestone. I've seen a bunch of shows. I've, I've heard like the RE Garbage guys talk about getting one. Uh, Andrew Schultz, we might be drunk, shows like that. I've never seen quite this reaction. Um, I've certainly never seen the redder lead, <laughs> the, the letter red. So let's see what uh, BJ does when she gets that letter in the mail of getting 100,000 subscribers. This, by the way, if you guys uh, didn't watch last week or don't remember, This is the woman that was interviewing Bam Margera. Perfect. Can you say, if y'all have not seen our Pussycat Dolls videos, you need to check them out. If y'all have not seen our collective deep dive TM ding into the Pussycat Dolls, you need to check it out. Whenever she came out and made those allegations, didn't nobody want to believe her because many reasons here, there, and everywhere. But as it might turn out, according... Oh, is someone at the door? (laughs) I couldn't tell if she was in on this or not. (laughs) Oh, gee, who's that? Is that the friendly neighborhood mailman? (laughs) Dropping off a letter, perhaps? It's the milk guy. 
Did y'all plan this? Yes. yes. This was planned? Yeah. No, we broke into your home. Baby. It's right there. <laughs> Wouldn't she know once she got to that uh, amount that it's coming? Was it planned? Well, it was mailed to you, so they would have had to open it illegally, I assume. If you checked your email, it probably said, hey, on the way, keep an eye out for this thing we're sending you. Yeah, was it planned? Yes, I assume by the woman who runs the channel, I would have to imagine. I'd hit it, says I come buckets. Shocking. Come! <laughs> you know how furious I would be? If, you know, be, uh, I'd be ecstatic if we ever got to 100,000 subscribers. Pat on the backs for everybody. If fucking Craig and Hackride came out with a cake for me. <laughs> Ooh, whose special day is it? It's, Shut the fuck up. It's a cake in the shape of sunglasses and a Yankee hat. <laughs> Come on, Mikey, let's all celebrate. <laughs> Meanwhile, like at people are overdosing on her couch. <laughs> <laughs> Can you save that till we're recording, please? <laughs> Can you? We did it! As Bam Margera takes his last gasps for air. <laughs> I was like, "What a coincidence!" <laughs> like Prem, hello. Oh, I've dreamed about this moment. Oh my god. So I'm what, cry. YouTube started doing Stop. it like two years ago? <laughs> it's uh, a relatively new thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Principal Uncertainty says she opens it and it's Bam's rotted liver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yay! Hey guys, it's Bam's death certificate. <laughs> we did it! We finally killed him! <laughs> it's Bam's left ear. He did it. He believed me. <laughs> I imagine the, the that's very uh, prescient of BJ that when she was a little girl, she's like, guys, really, my real dream is one day, but you know, I'm going to go to law school, which we'll get into, but deep down, my real goal is to get a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube and a website that has not been invented yet. <laughs> I've heard this letter before and it still makes me sad. Oh my god, I can tell, I can tell it makes you sad, BJ, because the very real tears that are coming out of you. It makes me sad, man. <laughs> oh. Oh. Do you remember your first subscriber? Yeah, it was Prim. Your hundredth, your your thousandth. No. It, that whole two years is a Am blur, I gonna have to, to do honest. this for Chef Lewis? Do you remember Chef Lewis? <laughs> Well, we've got a very special guest for you. Yeah, he like, used to just... Oh, you didn't! Come on! Our first, like, two subscribers just told us how terrible we were all the time. <laughs> how can I forget them? Chances are you do. And we know you'll definitely remember your 100,000. Your fans may have found you while searching what are, what's, what are their names, BJ? What are either of their names right now? <laughs> Give them to me. You'll never forget them, you fucking phony. <laughs> it's, it's her, the, you know, just running around with... Bam's son's phone number at the end of a, a fishing rod and him chasing her to the camera. <laughs> well, Bam's not her only victim. We'll, yeah, we'll no get kidding. there. Don't worry, folks. This is just build up. I've learned about it. Oh. This is so sweet. Or maybe you oh, showed up as a record. So genuine. Who's this asshole behind the camera I, now? I know. It makes me cry, too. <laughs> I am so filled with emotion, BJ. Oh, to share in this with you. Has also been a dream of mine. There's at least eight empty Starbucks cups in this room right now. 
video shout out long island audit no matter how they came to your channel fans stayed and okay, hold on. Number- go back there a little bit of course she's friend that had i'm guessing that's a police auditor of course she's friends with one of them or maybe you showed for you for you who are these socials fans that's what delete law does is po- delete laws does is police audits where essentially his job is to call himself a journalist and taps tap cops on the shoulder and just say, what are you doing, buster? (laughs) That's their job. And that's the type of person BJ is friends with. As a recommended video, shout out Long Island Audit. No matter how they came to your channel, fans stayed and their numbers increased because of your unique voice and the excitement of being part of the unique voice, all right. She does have that. (laughs) We are thrilled to see the development of your community and are proud to honor your impressive milestone of reaching 100,000 subscribers. Then stop suppressing my McDonald's video. <laughs> they lie. She seemed to be able to oh, choke Rick- up those very real tears pretty quickly. <laughs> I hate her so much. For a snappy line. I can't, we'll have to look into that McDonald's video that's being suppressed. I'm yeah. sure it's great journalism. Does that, that just mean it's not monetized, probably? I guess, yeah. Well, then they should really stop suppressing our videos. We're not doing this to people. We're being suppressed by her. <laughs> <laughs> you start a lawsuit. What are the chances? <laughs> Rick. Rick. Rick prepared our award. We know you have many more stories. Yes, we do. To share with your community, and we know that your fans BJ, can- I gotta, I gotta, you're responding to each one of these lines here. I gotta tell you, I suspect- I don't know this because, listen, I don't have as successful channel as you. Maybe one day I'll find out. I suspect it's a pre-written letter that they just kind of copy and paste send everybody. Yeah, the top it says. I don't know if you need to answer every question. Do you remember your first? Yes, I do. They're not. It's not a. It's not a question and answer survey. Yeah, the beginning of the letter says, "Dear YouTuber, <laughs> dear valued <YouTube>. client, <laughs> dear sheep that do our bidding." I see so you get the you get the gist of that. She's a real uh oh, she's a bit of a sap. She you know, they the YouTube is tugged at her heartstrings. She's a very genuine, um, emotional person. Again, unless a man is uh overdosing feet away from her. Yeah, and she's gonna use him for everything she can. Can we get a little taste of her uh music video? So I, we watched her crying. Can we see a little bit of her music video? I think Hack Ride did a little touch up on this. Oh yes, give me one second and I will. Yep. If you would, if you wouldn't mind, because um, I didn't realize what her given profession was and how she came to fame on the internet. I didn't realize what a pro she was because I see um, videos of her uh, gabbing with a man who's bonkers high <laughs> and taking selfies with him. I see videos of her weeping over hitting 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. And uh, we learned last week, we briefly mentioned it, uh, that she has a music video. I didn't know how multi-talented she was. Uh, but it's weird. that The background images of her video, it's a little bizarre. And remember, you know, I, remember, we cannot read the first one, the first background out loud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, maybe, I mean, maybe she's giving us some kind of message here. She's letting us know exactly who she is because it, it, it's weird to put this in the background of your music video. So I'm going to smoke crack with the bums down at the pool ball until I'm dead unless you deliver me 
Phoenix. Get to work, Nikki, or anybody that wants to help. I want Phoenix. Yeah, how many of these did she cause is what I want to know. It's weird. Who knows? I mean, who knows? Is she taking credit for them? I don't know. I don't know what the intent is. Watch us get not monetized now because of this dumb, stupid song. Pause it. That's enough. That's enough. What I like is um, I think some people from from her world may have found that video when I posted it. If you want to go see the whole thing, it's up on our YouTube. Uh, go watch it. But I think some people found it and were like, is this the original version? If not, you could, you should take it down. This is making her look bad. <laughs> you know, this isn't flattering light. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you may have uh, you may have diagnosed the problem. Her her uh, her singing in front of the twin towers. It's not funny, but it it makes me laugh. It's terribly unfunny. Yeah. <laughs> um. By the way, just a quick aside. This is, I wanted to mention this at the start of the show. I forgot. Um, we also got a couple people on the Doug Stanhope. Why are you laughing? That I think are Stanhope fans, but have no idea what the show is or anything. Um. Because one, I told everyone to go to blindmike.net and I mentioned that um, the Patreon is the full video because like on YouTube, we can't always upload um, the videos that I want to show. Uh, so I just say, if it's worth it to you to go there, go to the Patreon. We got a comment the other day um, saying, uh, oh, another podcast grifting, sending us to their Patreon. Meanwhile, they're going to show us all the flashy things they bought with the money they're stealing from us. And I was like, buddy, I, this is not two bears, one cave. I think you're, you've got the wrong program. Uh, actually, I got a uh, nice Rolex I meant to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> well, so does BJ, who is singing about, I guess, Cartier watches. Is that, is that song definitely not sarcastic? It is no, no. It is not sarcastic. She is singing about the the flashy Rolexes she wears. Meanwhile, there is currently a GoFundMe her supporting her um, legal fund, which is interesting. Ugh. You know, we I should don't just... remember. Uh, I gotta say, you know, trial of the century. I don't remember OJ Simpson panhandling outside of City Hall trying to make a few bucks to pay his lawyers. I know this could be a real bad thing for us and her, but I actually heard that she is the uh, the whistleblower against Joe Biden. I did hear that. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, the the whistleblower uh, was found dead yesterday. <laughs> so I'm just, oh, I'm oh, just oh, oh, putting oh, it oh, out oh, there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't keep up on this stuff. <laughs> I'll let you Jerry. He'll enjoy it. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, <laughs> she... Uh, what were we playing? Oh, so let's get into, let's get into this. Um, I don't know what you call it. Like a YouTube type of documentary, you know, similar to what we do with like, why are you laughing? Just focused on this case. Yeah. The show's called, why are you a horrible person? <laughs> <laughs> and boy, they found a good one. It's uh, I want to give her channel credit because she doesn't have a ton of subscribers. She did a very good job with this video. It's like Medusa or something like that. Uh, I don't know the girl's name, but she made a heck of a video um, because I was curious as to who BJ Corville is after we talked about her. And uh, this young lady told us exactly who she is. I 
Uh, it is Medusone. M-E-D-U-S-O-N-E. M-E-D-U-S-O-N-E. Okay. Uh, well, check her out. But this is uh, the first... <laughs> oh boy <laughs> what's that i saw a super chat i'm gonna have to work up the courage to read well go ahead let's do it come on uh mike from providence says craig have you seen my knee i'm gonna give it a second okay all right uh, i got you um expand yes yeah okay yeah. <laughs> don't try mike don't you understand mike they could hurt the channel and craig will do it so. <laughs> He yells it out his car window enough, you know? <laughs> That's not nice. But uh, here's uh, part one. Wondering why you never see me responding to hate on the internet or responding to people um, who don't like me. It's because I gotta be honest, I was wondering that a little bit. I was like, I tagged you enough times. Come on, lady. <laughs> She's got her minions. <laughs> wrong. And so why would I waste my time on people who are wrong and they have bad taste and poor writing skills? I don't... I have a world to save out here. I don't... I know I'm the shit. I don't need anybody writing any articles telling me I am or I'm not the shit because still I still think that music video is a joke, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> still think it's a little tongue in cheek that she has nice watches. Uh, just the, I, I know I'm the shit. Just the way the song was, the type of song it is. I was. This has to be a joke. I, I, I'm, I'm not getting that from the attitude. If she is, she stays so laser focused in character that it's very impressive. Anyway, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Love you, Mina K. Bye. Oh my God, thank you so much, BJ. Thank you. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. I love when she gets cute like that. Oh, it's so adorable. I, were, I really do wish she was horrendously ugly. That would make this, that would make this better. Uh, people have all different kinds of flaws. Um, so she's not referring to us there. She is referring to uh, people that have gone at her because... This is very weird, and I've, I've tried my best to understand it. Hopefully watching these clips again uh, will give me a full understanding. But basically, B.J. Corville came to prominence during the Free Britney movement. Now, given her situation with Bam Margera, you're probably saying, oh, of course, she was trying to free Britney. Au contraire, my friend. <laughs> Oh no. oh, no, no. <laughs> she does her best to be the, on the wrong side of every movement. <laughs> so, so when people were saying, hey, this seems wrong, the way Britney Spears is being treated, uh, BJ Corville said, not so fast. So we're going to learn a little more about that. There was a lot of stuff that BJ started saying and doing that made me realize that I don't even know if BJ understands the law that well. Like, she did this video about how Britney's constitutional rights were violated by the conservatorship, and I do think they were, but the specific constitutional rights that she was talking about, she just, she displayed this complete lack of understanding of the basic concept she was discussing. Like, I don't think that BJ really understands the Fourth Amendment very well. The Fourth <laughs> Amendment, illegal search and seizure, is it constitutional that they were allowed to take Britney from her home, enter her home, look and search for things, possibly take things out of her home, force her to leave her home, right? Is that, was that legal of them? I'm not sure that they had a warrant to do that. Now, I'm going to set that aside, but let's just keep that as a marker that even in the subject BJ claims to be an expert in, 
the law, she doesn't seem to really know that much about it. What we need to discuss more, though, is the incident where BJ started to lose all credibility with me and with a lot of people in Free Britney. And that is when she appeared in a documentary called Slave Princess. BJ was told that <laughs> Lou Taylor had become a client of the firm, so she was no longer allowed to make disparaging comments on social media. She refused and resigned from the firm. It started to become very clear that I was about to have to start abiding by a totally different, unfair set of rules. I really just had to make the decision to walk away from the job. Slave Princess is an hour-long, cheaply made documentary narrated and produced by Liz Crokin, a famed QAnon leader. Okay, so so this is where it gets interesting, because if you didn't understand all of that, she was on uh, Britney's side at first and started to drift away as certain people in that movement turned on her. Also, um, she did graduate from Princeton, I guess. That's what I'm told anyways, and uh, with a law degree. So she worked in law, but she was a paralegal. Bird law. <laughs> She, yeah, she specializes in bird law and various other lawyerings. Um, she did, pa- she did pass the bar exam, which we'll get into. I know someone um, who didn't, but I don't know that she actually like practiced the law. She always refers to herself as a paralegal, so I don't know that people were hiring, you know, BJ Corville Esquire. Um, so that's a little confusing. But then she attaches herself to QAnon and. And that's when real conspiracies start popping up because then it goes beyond like, oh, Britney should be freed. It's, you know, basically everyone she encounters is a pedophile that eats babies. So that's where things get a little hairy, I think, particularly in in that documentary. That's where she lost a lot of people. But we continue. If it's going to hurt your feelings that I have friends, close friends who are Democrats, close friends who are Republicans, and we fight about politics all the time, Get the f- off my channel. Bye. I don't want you here. If I got a Republican friend, I'm a conspiracy theorist. That's where we are in America today. But I don't care where BJ lands on a political spectrum. I care that she platformed a woman with documented brain damage who was spreading dangerous conspiracy theories about politicians she doesn't like eating babies. <laughs> Seems like a valid concern. I, again, I don't know this girl. It seems like a valid concern to be like, hey, you know, maybe maybe don't champion that woman as a hero. Maybe that's not who you should go to for concise answers. We should we should get to know this girl. I think we're on the same side of things. Um, I don't know. Well, this issue, certainly. Uh, would you like things we talk about on a weekly basis? Who knows? But. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, next, uh, her versus Steve-O. Yeah, so this is where uh, things get interesting because we didn't really know a ton about. We only heard her side last week, where she's like, "Stevo says I did meth." Well, we it's not exactly what happened. Um, we start to learn a little bit more about the whole picture. So, Mister Know It All, Stevo Jones, whatever in the hell, it's not a hold concern. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. BJ, you're weeping over a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers. Let's not act like you don't know who Stevo is. 
Seriously. He's a man who's famous enough to go by Steve O and is immediately recognizable. <laughs> so let's not be like, oh, Mr. It's not, not a great dig, by the way. Mr. Steve O. Jones or whatever your name is. It's like, oh, you got him. You got him there. There's nothing better. It works every time than the I forgot this person's name bit. I didn't even meanwhile, know. Yeah, meanwhile, I, meanwhile, I care a lot about them, obviously. Is she, is she going to just do the, uh, I just thought Bam was a regular guy, didn't know he was famous, didn't know what Jackass was? Is that? It would be like now, like last week I didn't know BJ's name, and now I've learned it, and I've said it a few times, BJ Corville. Mm-hmm. It would be like now if she responded to me, and again, I was like, BJ, pool, BJ, what's her name? BJ Smith or whatever. You know her name. Let's not go down that road. <laughs> so, Mr. Know-It-All, Steve-O Jones, whatever in the hell, it's not a conservatorship. It's a guardianship. Like, that's some kind oh, of... Oh, if I, I I'll, I'll clarify this. What Steve-O said is um, it's not a conservatorship the band was under. It's a guardianship. What he meant was, literally, that's what it's called. In certain states, it's called different things. In those states, there are different things that define each one. Um, but the basics, I believe, are that one involves money and finances and the other one doesn't. And that's pretty much what Steve was saying. He was kind of just trying to. And also in the clip, Steve was like, by the way, I don't, I'm not an expert on any of this shit, but basically that, that's the gist of what he's saying. That got her very offended for some reason because. She heard she so she got a ton of she was kind of the pseudo leader of like the free Britney movement, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then that they eventually kind of ran her out of town and she started to get a lot of shit from them. So basically, she heard the word conservatorship linked to Bam Margera and said, Well, I've figured out my next venture. <laughs> Um, Husey Entertainment says Steve-O used to staple his yam bag to his leg, yet Bam uh, is the one that has fallen in life. Ain't life fun? It's crazy. Super huh? chat. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if that's the real Husey. What's up, Husey? Uh, Doesn't make a difference to me. The court procedure, Steve-O, Mr. Legal Scholar, is termed a guardianship in Pennsylvania. In some other state, that is, the procedure is... Uh, <laughs> can I just tell you? It shows you how much she cares about Bam Margera because she knows where he's from. That's very good. Pennsylvania. She did her research. Uh, Bam wasn't living in Pennsylvania at the time, and the conservatorship or guardianship had nothing to do with Pennsylvania. So it shows how much this lawyer really looked into it. Referred to as a conservatorship. Well, would you look at that? Almost like it's the same damn thing. She keeps talking about the laws in Pennsylvania and links to sources saying that a guardianship and a conservatorship is the same thing in Pennsylvania. But Bam's guardianship wasn't in Pennsylvania, so that really has nothing to do with this conversation at all. Bam's guardianship took place in Florida, where that distinction does matter. So yes, Stevo, Mr. Legal Scholar, actually does know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what a shitty lawyer you'd have to be to be bested by Stevo. Imagine how shitty of a lawyer you'd be if you didn't get as far as BJ did in law practice. <laughs> <laughs> a man unhooking his cheek to give his thoughts on conservatorships has bested you <laughs> in the game of law. Uh, next one's called Lima. 
Okay, so this is about a woman named Lima Yevremovic. I hope I'm getting her last name right. Yima Jones or whatever. Yeah, Lima fucking whatever her name is. Who gives a shit? Am I right, guys? <laughs> um, and I assume that was BJ's perspective because it was someone who was trying to help Bam. And that's the worst type of poison when you're BJ Corville. <laughs> is someone who's trying to get Bam on the road to health. The main point here is that there's nothing really that suspicious about this sequence of events. Bam and his family knew Lima. They knew Lima had dealt with situations like this prior. So when Bam's mental health got really, really bad, they reached out to Lima and Lima helped them put Bam into a guardianship, which eventually put him into a rehab in Florida. Now to BJ, somewhere in that saga, there is evidence of Lima being a human trafficker who is also probably to blame for the death of Amanda Rabb. There are a lot of small, stupid reasons that BJ distrusts Lima, and most of them are a waste of my time, so I'm not even going to discuss it. But there are two big ones that I will address. The first is BJ's idea that Lima Yavremovich had some sort of financial incentive to put Amanda and Bam into a guardianship. Pause one second. Sorry, I should have explained this first. I forgot how deep this clip went. So Lima runs, she has some type of software. Um, I've never used of it. I used it or heard of it before this. I don't know its reputation. I don't know its success level or anything. Um, from my brief research into it, again, no idea if it works, but it seems like basically what it is, is software that uses AI to determine <clears throat> uh, different anxiety levels that you have related to sobriety, <clears throat> things like that. Basically using technology to try and help people get sober and that technology is sold to hospitals and clinics. So, again, no idea if it works, whether it does or not. This is not like a, a snake oil salesman type of scam. At least it doesn't seem it to me. So, what BJ has tried to do is paint this woman as someone who's taking advantage of BAM. Meanwhile, she's just someone that had a technology she was working on that tried to help people. And to promote that technology... Um, she's taken on a couple of different cases. One was Bam Margera, who she didn't want to take on. We'll get to that. But uh, the other was a homeless woman named Amanda. That's who they're talking about there. Now, there are videos of Amanda doing very well, uh, but like often happens with drug addicts, she relapsed and died. And so BJ, very kindly, has, uh, and, and, you know, empathetically, like I said, she obviously cares a lot about Bam. Her empathy does not end there. She said to herself, oh, a drug addict died. Let's start pointing blame at the people that tried to get her help. <laughs> so that's the basis of BJ versus Lima, is that Lima is someone who tried to help Bam and this woman, Amanda, and that is poison to BJ. That Lima Yavremovich had some sort of financial incentive to put Amanda and Bam into a guardianship or conservatorship. Because A, Lima is apparently a part of some grander plot to take control of Bam's assets. And to that, I would say, what assets? Yeah, so that's BJ's big theory is that she's trying to take all Bam's money. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this about drug addicts who haven't had a job in like 10, 15 years. When was Viva Bam on the air? Like over a decade ago? A long, long time ago, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, he doesn't strike me as a guy 
who saves well. I don't know if he's been investing in, you know, the S&P 500. You know, he has Vanguard accounts set aside for him. Uh, I could be wrong, but I don't know how much money he has saved, and I don't know how much money he has coming in. So I don't know if Bam Margera is the best target for, you know, some money grubber. But also, the part that BJ doesn't mention is that Bam's family reached out to Lima to make her the guardian because in kind of a weird move, like I give them credit for this. They realized about themselves, like you know, April and Jess Margera and all these people realized that they have been enablers to Bam and have a hard time saying no to him. So they needed someone that could say no. And so that's where Lima gets put in as his guardian. Uh, I don't know that she wanted to do it, um, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of incentive for it, which is the weird thing. I don't know how she would gain any money out of it. In fact, uh, she may have lost money, which we'll we'll talk about. But let's keep going in order here. The only ah, oh, this is money. Am I, am I making sense so far? By the way, correct? Yeah, yeah. This is okay. money. By the way. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we'll hear a little more about it. The only money she could get from that situation is she could be paid from Bam's estate for her services as his guardian. But according to Lima, and these are claims that she has made in her lawsuit against BJ, so I don't know why she would lie about that in legal documentation. She didn't even accept compensation for her work as a guardian. She got no money out of this whatsoever. In fact, both she and Bam have stated that she helped pay for Bam's treatment. The understanding I have was that when you were placed legally under a guardianship, yeah. there was, uh, the guardianship was essentially for the purposes of forcing you to go to treatment. Right. But treatment is not for free. Like, uh, treatment costs a lot of money. Mm. So there was, I was told, an an understanding between the guardian and your family, mm-hmm. like specifically April and Phil, that that they needed to come up. They, they just in general, like, like everybody needed to come up with money to pay for you to go to rehab. And I believe the total of it all was like six hundred sixty thousand yeah, dollars. Exactly, exactly. And and but the first Lima, the guardian uh, paid for most of it. I, right. I don't know if it was. For her own pocket or having people help, I don't know, but right, right. My mind is boggled from it all. The first hundred and fifty came from your family. Yeah. yeah. After that, the hundred and fifty was gone, and it was gone. Mm. Then the the money for rehab was coming from the guardian, mm. which is so completely opposite of what people thought was happening right. where everybody was helping themselves to your money. In fact, it was the guardian mm-hmm. was just sinking hundreds of thousands of dollars, keeping you into rehab. So I have learned that that's not necessarily true either. I don't believe Lima put hundreds of thousands of dollars into his rehab, but the reason I left that clip in and found it interesting is that you hear Bam there saying, like, he doesn't know how it gets paid, so it's not weird that he thinks Lima did it. He's like, I don't know where the money came from, um, and I don't either. But uh, you hear Bam there saying, like, yeah, no, she had no nothing to gain financially. That's the interesting thing, is this person that BJ is, you know, taking up the cause of is directly opposing BJ's claim that this is just some money-grubbing uh, bitch that is, is, is sucking the life out of Bam Margera. I can't figure out who that label should be applied to, 
but it doesn't seem like it's Lima. <laughs> no. Do you think, did they do like some sort of fundraising maybe? Um, I'd have to look into it again. There, there, there's a complicated thing where I think it was basically from the family. Yeah. And I think Lima may have been involved in some way and paid back. I forget exactly what it was, but it wasn't directly. She wasn't putting hundreds of thousands of dollars into it, which would be kind of crazy. That would be insane. Yeah. Uh, Next is Amanda. Are people interested in this, by the way? I'm interested in it, but I don't know if uh, it's not our usual type of subject. So I'm curious. It's building up to, you know, an eternal hatred for this BJ character going forward. Yeah, and then we could just straight up mock her after this. Correct. I wanted you guys to learn who she was. Yeah, we got to go in we, not blind. You know what I mean? That seems like a no from Craig, by the way. It wasn't, a, he didn't answer my question directly. I am. I don't, people, people hate this woman, judging by the chat. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, this next one's Amanda. Yeah, so this is a little more about the homeless woman I mentioned, Amanda, that uh, Lima was helping. As you hooked this up with Lima, she feels like a mom. You know, I never had my mom, so. It feels like such a blessing just to have her in my life and just have you guys for support because I really only have my dad, so. You couldn't pick somebody better than Lima. Yeah, she's great. Lima's great. (laughs) Empowering yourself to contradict Amanda's final words on the matter just so that you can lobby a hate campaign against a woman who, as far as we are aware, didn't do anything wrong is fucking sick. Lima has since filed a lawsuit against BJ for defamation. (laughs) Oh yeah, so that all that all leads up to the the lawsuit where um, Lima is suing BJ for defamation because BJ is basically uh, called Lima culpable for Amanda's death, um, as well as going after her family. So there's a ton of posts of uh, I think we might actually get into it, but BJ going after like Lima's sisters and husband and loved ones and. Uh, all kinds of stuff. So BJ has resorted to literal harassment, at least according to this lawsuit. Corville has published to the internet Miss Yavremovich's social security number, date of birth, home phone number, Jesus. and family members' addresses. That's harassment, my friends. Come on. That Stop is... being one of these pussies that get, you know gets a few words said to them on the internet. Get your social security number to put out there. That's a new you know? one. People will post like pictures of people's houses or addresses or something. Yeah. I've... <laughs> the social security one's tough. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's tough. It... I'll put it this way. The address, you could at least like say it was mistakenly put out there or something. Social security number. Everyone has a pretty good idea. That's not supposed to be on the internet. You're not supposed (laughs) to be passing that out to people. Corville has published to the, I would think of nothing else. uh, One profession that would definitely know that a lawyer, a lawyer. Definitely. I would think it might be a, a Princeton graduate lawyer. Internet, Miss Yavremovich's social security number, date of birth, home phone number, and family members' addresses, among other pieces of highly personal and sensitive information. Additionally, Corville published information regarding Miss Yavremovich's family, including pictures of her husband and mother-in-law, as well as the identities of Miss Yavremovich's sisters and details on their medical histories. After being besieged in their home in Washington State by Corville's devotees, Miss Yavremovich and her family relocated to California for their safety and have hired a round-the-clock home security detail. Now, I can't speak to people showing up at Lima's home because 
I was not there. But the other allegations about what BJ has published to her social media accounts regarding Lima, I can absolutely vouch for because I have seen them. Yeah, so it's not just some bullshit claim. Like, people saw this stuff. <laughs> and it's it's pretty crazy, the shit that BJ is doing to keep up this... I don't even know, because I was going to say, like, her, her repu- I don't know what her reputation is. I guess maybe in that world, she's a known figure, so she has to keep up appearances or something. But I don't know. It's va- it's some shady shit, man. She We're re- dealing with a real psychopath. Really is a nasty woman, YouTube. A nasty woman. <laughs> I got to get that dropped the next time we talk about this lady. Thank you. Uh, this one is the lawsuit. Uh, all right. We'll hear a little more about that. Now, somehow, before Lima actually filed a lawsuit against BJ, BJ got wind of the fact that she was probably going to be doing that. So she said this. Oh, this is great. Buckle up for some hypocrisy, gang. I know you're thinking, not BJ. She wouldn't look like an ass on the internet. There's no chance. There's no chance she would say one thing and do another. It doesn't seem like our BJ. Buckle up. On her YouTube channel. I've heard through the grapevine rumors that Lima Yavremovich is in a lawsuit with me. That is a lie. That is not true. And I promise you, it will be my joy, pride, and honor to be in a lawsuit with her because I would ultimately be able to get to the- Boy, that's some real lawyer talk. (laughs) I mean, that's Johnny Cochran himself. I'm in a lawsuit right now, your honor. (laughs) She's so bad bad at this, I should start a podcast with her. (laughs) It happened because I would have- depositions. I would be able to depose (laughs) Lima Yavrimovich probably for two days of eight hours. I would depose Ivan Yavrimovich, Lima's husband. I would depose McCombsy, Mark McCombsy, who is Ivan's business partner. Sounds like a nickname. I would depose Bam Margera himself. So sorry, but I would have to do it to defend myself. I would depose Brandon Nova. Oh, what a friend. (laughs) Right under the bus you go, Bammy. (laughs) I did her podcast. She just gave me some methadone. I depose everyone. I'll depose your ass. Watch out. I declare, I declare deposition. She's holding it like mace. <laughs> I'll depose you. <laughs> Don't you dare. Step once, one step closer, motherfucker. <laughs> I will depose the shit out of you. I would depose Steve-O. I would depose any and everyone who had anything to do with this conservatorship. I would depose the judges. I would depose Judge Chris. I'm deposing everybody. The next time, like, a waitress gives me kind of a cross look, deposed. You're deposed, bitched. Uh, You just got lawyered. This is a great question. So does she or does she not have her law license? I'm stupid. I may have missed this. I'm actually confused on that as well. We're going to get there, my friends. Don't you worry. (laughs) She may have had it. Maybe depose your lawyers. I would depose your friends. We would be doing depositions for as long as I could fucking talk. And that's what we would be doing. Lima, if you think you're going to be in a lawsuit with me, I, I dare you to sue me in a lawsuit because I'm a oh. lawyer. I will pay zero dollars for in law lawsuit. services and you will be having <laughs> oh. to pay lawyers who are at least as smart as me to fight against me, which is not cheap. It is very expensive to hire it, lawyers. It sure who are is. Smart as me. So have at it if you motherfucking think that you have even a snowball's chance in the goddamn fireplace, but you don't. Okay, hold on, in- hold on, hold on. I, I want to go back and get all of her uh, southern folksy witticisms, but uh, she, a lot of tough talk here that we're hearing so far. She is really, I mean, she's going to depose everybody. Watch out. We might get deposed, you know, if you're anywhere near this woman, you're getting deposed, baby. She's thrown out depositions like lollipops in a doctor's office. Get them on the way out. It's going to look like the beginning of Saving Private Ryan. 
All the guts spilling out. The guy's holding them, but it just says deposition on it instead. <laughs> it's just everyone on the internet. We're just in the waiting room with like fucking Mark Marin. And- <laughs> <laughs> Is that the chocolate rain guy? Hey, Mr. Beast, you've been deposed too. <laughs> <laughs> Super sticker sent by Thomas Dixon. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, so everyone's getting deposed. Motherfucking think that you have even a snowball's chance in the goddamn fireplace, but you don't. It is an embarrassing abomination that Uh-oh. your bitch ass thinks that we could possibly be foes in Boy, a legal. If argument. I'm if I'm Lima, I'm petrified. This is some tough lawyer talk here. If I'm YouTube, I'm nuking her channel. This is not acceptable. I'd be I'd be very scared if I was. Oh, that's right. She does use language. But if I'm if I'm Lima, I'd be I'd be petrified because this is a real lawyer. Going at her pretty hard and seems very confident. And that won't waver, I don't think. And you would possibly win. So I, one more time, just want to tell you one more time. (laughs) I, one more time. I, one more time, just want to tell you what. You know what? Hold on a second. Two more times, I'm going to tell you one more time. How's that? I'm up in the ante, bitch. Two more times, I'm going to tell you one more time. Three more times. All right. You want that? You want that funny guy? I'll let another. Make it four. Four more times. I'll tell you one more time. She's we'll breakfast club this thing. She's got that. I'm going to turn this car around energy. <laughs> want to tell I've been there. When you get really fired up and you think you're going on a rant, but your mouth is moving faster than your words. Oh, you, you say the dumbest shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done that. <laughs> more time and i'm and i'm not even i'm not even mad at myself i mean you i'm not mad at you (laughs) i mean i am mad at you which am i (laughs) we'd be foes in a legal argument and you would possibly win so i one more time just want to tell you one more time if you sue me which i invite which i invite happily and gleefully it will okay. be a very bad situation for you and a very good situation for oh, truth good. and justice. So fucking play with me if you want to. Lima is suing me. I don't like asking for help, <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> the tone seems a little different. The best is the end. Oh my God. Hold on, let's hear that again. Yeah, so please. fucking play with me if you want to. Lima is suing me. I don't like asking for help, but here I am. <laughs> oh no, BJ! You seemed so self-assured a moment ago. I thought it was going to be a horrible day. For, I thought Lima was going to be ooh, I mean, icing her wounds. It's going to be such a rough day for Lima, and such a great day for justice. Isn't that what I heard? Did you say it'd be a, a great day for justice? Honestly, she shouldn't be worried about anything, judging by her first video. Isn't that what she wanted? <laughs> Didn't she want that well, to happen? Well, Justice and BJ were apparently served because despite her tough talk, Lima was not intimidated and went through with the lawsuit because she said, ah, jeez, I've completely been defamed and people on the internet think I'm a a money-grubbing murderer. But she did say I don't have a snowball's chance in a fireplace. So (laughs) uh, I don't know. She might marry Ojeda. Um, So let's, let's try and channel that confidence as we listen to this next clip where BJ is mentioning maybe some of the help that she might. Now I heard a second. She's a lawyer, right? Uh, so she's not going to need any help. She can defend herself. Zero dollars. That's a nice money saving opportunity. <laughs> Zilcho for a lawyer. I'm going to be in a lawsuit with you. <laughs> Your honor. I'd like to defend myself. <laughs> uh, maybe it doesn't quite work that way. Yeah. Her cat ears have a shirt and tie on. <laughs> so, if you support this journalism, if you want to see this story go all the way, 
and you want to help. Journal, yes. You know what? We're journalists too. Let's put our journalist stickers on. Ooh, maybe we can get um let's see, like Machine Gun Kelly to like kill himself yeah. or something. And then we'll interview him right before. I remember I remember uh Woodward and Bernstein asking Bam Margera, so what did your mother say to you? That you're uh, a loser <laughs> and uh, you can't have any more Jaeger? Is that what <laughs> the journalist? I don't like beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you're saying your your brother allowed you to drink uh, beer and not Jaeger? <laughs> this is this is good solid journalism here. Yeah, <laughs> I have posted the legal fund below. Wait, what legal want- fund? I hope the grand total is zero dollars, BJ, because that's what you said you would need. Is the goal zero? Because <laughs> I heard that was the number necessary. Hold on, I have to see how much money this thing generated. Does this lady get into that? I don't even know. Uh, she does. I don't know if I have the clip. She fell a little short of her goal, I think. Corville uh, Legal Fund. Let's see what pops up. Yeah. Defamation. Uh, no. Facts are not defamation, I believe is the tagline. Oh, my God. She got 45 grand from people? Oof. I mean, the goal was 150K, but still, who would donate yeah. to this fucking thing? Well, isn't it, though... Isn't it like GoFundMe or these things? You need the goal in order to get it, right? Uh, oh, I hope if she so. doesn't meet her goal. She doesn't get that money. Or am I wrong? Uh, that's a great question. I, I assume you. It, it might depend it. on how you set it up. I don't know. GoFundMe. I don't care that much. All right. Yeah, me either. Okay. <laughs> she, she either got it or she didn't. She needs 150 <laughs> grand, apparently. Um, so, yeah, she's asking for money. When I, I don't know where I heard this rumor. I heard a vicious rumor. Maybe you guys could clear it up for me. I heard she needed no money. She was going to act as her own lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember where I got that. I, I'm silly. I watch a lot of things. Maybe I watch some QAnon nonsense or something. If you go on her Instagram for the court case, she'll be on like a private jet. That's what the funds are for. Well, that's, you may remember. Now let's go back because you may remember, guys, she was rapping about a Rolex in a video that came out a week ago. <laughs> All the way. Seems a little frivolous to me, but. Um, Michael Redden, 20 bucks. Mike has been busy this week. This is great. I sure have been uh, hard at work, folks, trying to break some news here. Thanks. Not really. Fella. People Thank- have done it before me, but thanks, fella. And you want to help? People. Thank you, buddy. I have posted the legal fund below. If you want to donate to the legal fund, please donate to specifically this link. I did not want to go to court. I told y'all I didn't. What? Alas. Wait, what? I thought I heard. I thought I remember what? her saying specifically, like she wants to go there more than ah, anything. Christ, Alba, bad news. The eyes are gone. The ears are going now too. <laughs> ah, fuck! I thought she walked in the room. I swear that I heard somewhere that she was inviting Lima into the courtroom. Said bad news, bitch. <laughs> She's like, I live here. This might as well be my living room. Bad news, moron. Go ahead and sue me because it's going to be a horrible day for you. I swear I remember that. Can we play that again? I'm sorry. Can we play the clip of her threatening Lima and saying, oh, I fucking wish you would? Uh, Yeah, one second. I minimized it already. Silly me. Which one one are we on here? This one is 10, so I got to get to nine. You guys get a real insight into the process. Yeah, we cutting clips. (laughs) Let's just cut to here. ...against me, which is not cheap. It is very expensive to hire lawyers who are as smart as me. So 
have at it if you motherfucking think that you have even a snowball's chance in the goddamn fireplace, but you don't. It is an embarrassing abomination that your bitch ass thinks that we could possibly be foes in a legal argument and you would possibly (laughs) win. So I, one more time, just want to tell you one more time. If you sue me, (laughs) which I invite... Which I invite happily and gloomily. Whoa, whoa, whoa. rewind that again, Craig. Very bad situation. I, I, God damn it, these fucking headphones. I swear I'm, I'm mishearing something. I can't get it right. What is she saying there? Uh, she's afraid to go to court, I think. Let's hear it again. Okay, all right. Time, just want to tell you one more time. If you sue me, which I invite... Hmm. Which I invite. What, look up the definition of invite, if you wouldn't mind. Let's yeah. find the definition. It's got to mean some. I've been misusing it. That happens with words a lot. If if invite if invite means please don't, I've been using it wrong my whole life. Well, that happens though in the English language over time. Words of all, but if we look up, she's a lawyer. She's well educated. So maybe we look up the word invite. We'll we'll realize it means for the love of God, please don't. I'm petrified. <laughs> well, the the definition is uh, invite. Make a polite, formal, or friendly request to someone to go somewhere or do hey, something. Lima, <laughs> come on in. Water's fine. <laughs> There'll be tea and cookies for you on the table. Have a seat. Gleefully, it will be a very bad situation for you and a very good situation for truth and justice. So fucking play with me if you want to. Lima is suing me. I don't like that. Okay, and now let's fast forward just a little bit to where she tells us exactly what she meant in that clip. I don't think that's what she meant. (laughs) Now now, now I'm looking at it. I wonder. But of course, I told y'all I didn't. I didn't go back far enough. I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting a lot of mixed messages here. I know. She's a very confusing lady. I did not want to go to court. I told y'all I didn't. Oh, alas, hmm. here we are. Now, of course, once Lima actually filed the lawsuit, BJ got fucking attorney. She is not representing herself. Oh. She's not that dumb. And despite saying that she wasn't going to have to spend any of her money on this lawsuit because she was going to represent herself, she has since put up a GoFundMe for people to donate to her legal funds. Damn, that's too bad. I really believed her confidence and swagger. I thought she was going to hit a fucking home run for justice. There's no one more confident on this earth than BJ going into a courtroom. I was under the impression. (laughs) There's no one more confident in clip one. And then there's no, oddly, no one less confident than (laughs) clip two for some reason. I can't figure it out. Uh, This is the last clip of this. Uh, It's just entitled, Uh (laughs) Uh-Oh. Oh, uh, well, I, I hope, unless maybe I forgot to clip it, but I hope this is uh, the result of some of her internet chatter and some of the things she's done. You guys asked earlier, is she a lawyer? Uh, maybe. At this point, though, BJ can't really represent anyone in a court of law because two months after Lima filed a lawsuit against her, she forfeited her license to practice the law. I will be formally resigning from the New Jersey bar Why? as an act. I don't know if that's how it works. Why, BJ? Why are you resigning? Uh, Why choose now in the midst of a lawsuit? You know, I'm starting <laughs> to th- odd. I'm starting to think that her whole entire law degree might have been a hoax. How odd that you would that you would right now when you're fighting for your life choose to step aside. That's on it. Like, you know what that would be like, really? Because this is a, a person, you know, who practiced or, you know, passed the bar exam. She went to Princeton Law, all of that. 
And then the moment she can do a little case lawyering, be in a courtroom, she resigns. It's like if tomorrow I got invited to the Joe Rogan experience and I was like, you know what, gang? I'm going to retire from podcasting right now. I've done it all. There's no, there's no way this would benefit me in any way. A massive opportunity to win a case. <laughs> you seem pretty self-assured that you would win. Uh, but now I would question, Craig, you said it was a hoax. No, no, nay, nay, my friend. Uh, she did, I believe, pass the bar exam, which makes this even more fascinating because you remember those crocodile tears earlier when she was reading the YouTube plaque letter? Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure at the time. After seeing this, I worry that that was acting because this seems pretty genuine. I will be formally resigning from the New Jersey bar as an active practicing attorney. I have not done anything that would warrant my removal from the New Jersey bar. So this is my voluntary choice. It seems like it. Yeah, it does seem. I was expecting her in the courtroom once she'd get there early, you know, have everything set up and just turn and stare at the door until Lima walks in and just go, welcome to the fucking show. I remember, I remember when, uh, like girls weren't interested in me and, uh, I, I take that back when girls were very interested in me in high school and I would privately in my room sob and say, they, I I don't like you. I don't like them. Fuck you. (laughs) Ugly pigs. That's a normal reaction that people have. Yeah. The previous decision to leave my job, this one does not come without sadness. That's obvious. But this is what I have to do. It doesn't cost anything to keep it. Those tears seemed a little more realistic than the than the YouTube letter tears. Well, mostly because there are actually tears on her face. I, I wonder. I can't imagine why that is. But <laughs> there is speculation. I don't know. But it appears. What was it? What you say? New Jersey bar was that it? Yep. Um, it appears the New Jersey Bar Association. May I, I don't know that this is true. Only BJ knows. Um, but the speculation from some people on the internet is that uh, the New Jersey Bar Association doesn't love um, internet trolling and threats from the lawyers that they have. <laughs> oh, so maybe that that previous video was sent to the uh, the board. It's possible that the the board got wind of some of BJ's behavior and said, we'd rather you not threatening people. (laughs) You know, I don't want you representing me. Yeah, it's probably not the best idea. Let me hear it again, baby. Let me crank that. Oh, yes. Let's get ourselves some Rolexes. Cartier. 45 grand will buy you a nice watch at least, right? I heard 2500 will buy you a nice watch. <laughs> yeah, well, BJ might be shopping for brick watches instead of... Uh... <laughs> uh... Oh, BJ, you rascal. How'd you get yourself in such a bind? BJ, you've just been chosen. So it's weird. Like, we're going to have to keep an eye on BJ because I didn't know who the fuck she was a couple of weeks ago. But uh, she was pretty proud of her work with Bam Margera. You know, she seems pretty proud of her work taking down people like Lima on the internet. So uh, we'll follow more of the things that she takes pride in, I suppose. We should just fight on behalf of Lima. I mean, I feel like that's kind of what we're doing here. 
But I think I think we're Team Lima. I don't know. No, no. I don't want to go. I don't want the the trolls after me. We should go. We should go eye for an eye. Every time she does something stupid on the internet, we match. Meaning what? I don't know. If she posts someone's shit, we'll find her social and we'll post it. That's what no, we'll no, do. no. We certainly won't. <laughs> we won't do that. Yeah, I'm telling you guys. Craig might. I won't. Yeah, I'm telling you guys. Don't do that. No, <laughs> no really don't. <laughs> Really do not do that. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm joking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, do you want to go Fuentes or Tom Myers next? What are you thinking? Well, first I want to tell everyone to go to blindmike.net if you wouldn't mind, because all the free links are there. This is another comment that I got. Um, <laughs> ah, fuck. What was it exactly? I think I saw Oh, that. on the, the Doug Stanhope episode, it was... Um, uh, oh, because I said uh, Stanhope fans found the episode, I think. Yeah. And uh, which is good. I welcome uh, welcome all aboard. If you don't like it, you can stop watching, which is what I've always said. Uh, but apparently that message didn't come across because uh, I and I, I feel like maybe the plugs were a little long in the Stanhope episode. I'll, I'll take that criticism. Um, but one comment was. Um, I don't know if this episode was bad, good or indifferent, because as a lifelong Doug Stanhope fan. I was excited to listen, but once it got to the three-minute plugs, I left this review and turned the episode off forever. <laughs> so just fucking fast forward. I mean, you do the you do it at the beginning to not interrupt the show. That's what I try to do. Yeah, hit thirty seconds a few times and you're done. Yeah, and then you're done. Or don't I don't get these people like uh, people get very mad about like uh, and not most people don't. People have been very supportive of the program. Um. But every once in a while, you see people like mad that people try and make a living off their podcast or something. And it's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. How, how come? <laughs> like a grift is stuttering John saying, hey, you send me money and I'll send it to this cancer patient. Correct. <laughs> That's a grift. Not just saying like, hey, if you want to, you know. Donate a couple bucks, subscribe to the Patreon. Because you get bonus while you're laughing content, you get Quincy stuff. Uh, sometimes you get these episodes early. Um, people have been asking for bonus blind mics back there. Maybe we'll do that at some point. Um, we used to do it a lot, but then why you laughing took over. Um, but subscribe to the Patreon if you'd like. I suggest checking out all the free links first. Um, if you're watching on YouTube right now, just hit the subscribe button, baby. Tap that notification bell. It's easy. It supports the show, and it lets you know when uh, we go live um, and when we post videos, so mutually benefit. And um, if you like the show for free, if you like the free versions of uh, Blind Mike Project and Why You Laughing, you can also find Who Are These Socials links up there. And uh, if you like all of that, subscribe to the Patreon. So go to blindmike.net to do that. Uh, I hope it wasn't too long, folks. I'm sorry. It was a nice smooth segue into the actual ad read, by the way. <laughs> I tried. Baby. I'm, I'm a pro. It was professionally done. Um, I mean, I really want to get to Alec Baldwin. I know. I'm just trying to think of, because uh, we got Fuentes. who I don't know if you noticed when you watched this Fuentes video. Did you see what yeah. name he chose? <laughs> no. Uh, it's a derogatory word that starts with an N. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. <laughs> oh, he's such a bad boy. <laughs> he's such an idiot. It ends with an I like that like Nick a. Fuentes thinks he's like the bad boy of the internet. Really, he just fits on very good show. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's reel it back a little. <laughs> it, it does end with an A, though. 
if that makes it any better. <laughs> That's kind of like a pussy move, honestly. If yeah. you're going to be this fucking rebel, just do it. I mean, you're you know? going to get in the same trouble regardless. Um, we'll hold off on Fuentes. Wait, let's go to Alec Baldwin first. Okay. We'll do Tom Myers and Nick Fuentes. Oh, we're it, feeling it at the end. Well, it, let's do Alec Baldwin first. We do also have a Sean Array update. Oh, that's right. Shit. We got a lot. Well, a lot to get to. But Baldwin's more important because we got to help this man. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Alec Baldwin is taken to Instagram yet again. By the way, I didn't send you the video from the other day. I guess Treat Williams died. Who? Uh, actor. Very successful actor. I don't know if I know that name. He croaked. And, uh, well, you're probably like a lot of Alec Baldwin's followers, but that didn't stop Alec Baldwin from updating them that Treat Williams has died and doing a monologue about Treat Williams. So he's still on the death beat. He's still <laughs> yeah. following that, uh, all your death coverage. Yeah, he's like, at Alec Baldwin's Instagram. Uh, but I chose to send you a different one because he's been laid up. He apparently, uh, well, he's going to tell you what kind of procedure he had to get. He's going to tell you all about it, believe me. Um, so he has had a lot of couch time recently, which inspired him to make another excruciatingly long video. <laughs> I, um, Why are you laughing? <laughs> I had my hip replaced on Tuesday. Sitting up already? Last week, I had my left hip done. In 2018, five years ago, when I had the other one done, a um, little less than a week ago. So already, we're just an old man talk. Just counting days. days Who gives a and, fuck, um, dude? The pain goes away gradually. Goes away gradually. Although I'm told, uh huh. Right now, we're at the stage where if we're on, if this is a phone conversation, mm -hmm. and anyone else is in the room with me, I'm given the like. Wrap it up, sign an eye roll. Like, yeah. Uh -huh, okay. Maybe the gun to the chin. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's like, he's like, oh yeah. Uh, did you know that when you have surgery, it gradually gets less painful after? <laughs> I uh, never fear, folks, because I did have my hip replaced, but I remain strong during this time. <laughs> I know. Yes, I understand that the air in New York City is apparently like smoking nine packs of cigarettes a day, but uh, I am also a soldier. I'm like you out there. Orthopedic doctors and their patients, my friends who've been through this, that the your knee surgery is even more painful, but uh, then replacing it is painful. That can't it's be true. Kind of big painful. But as we keep saying uh, in my house, it's the pain that's going to end the pain. Because now his kids are very young. There's no way they're saying that. No, one isn't one of them like two. <laughs> well, Dad, it's the pain that ends the pain, my friend. <laughs> also, for that to be the mantra around the Baldwin house, how exhausting must listening to this man complain be? Oh, imagine eating dinner with this guy. Oh, how's it going, Dad? Well, the hip again. <laughs> I can tell rain is coming. It's like, oh yeah, but I know. Uh, how about uh, what'd you do at work today? I shot a lady filming me. <laughs> I can't be like the other dads that are all under 60 and don't have to talk about this shit. Walking around, I needed this surgery done at least two years ago and walked around and limped. I mean, I really... I ended my house for two years no after murdering that poor lady. compensatory damage you do to your back and your neck and your feet and everything else, your knees... Your pussy and your crack. ...is not great. So to limp around with uh, this condition um, for two years... Uh, was tough, but I didn't have the now, time. I just want to say, 
There is zero context. I've cut nothing out of this video. He starts it, giggles to himself, <laughs> and starts listing medical problems. <laughs> like, just imagine the exhaustion you would feel. Like I, like I, when I was in a kid, I used to work at like a convenience store, market type of place, and people would feel like they could just like hang out and give you their life story, and you'd go, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, she said, no, that's right. Oh my God. Three days you were laid up. That's awful. That memory is triggered by legendary actor, Alec Baldwin (laughs) speaking to us, (laughs) gracing us with his presence. He's having the same conversation that someone that works in the fucking uh, excise tax office at Springfield city hall would give you. Uh, to do it work-wise or schedule-wise. I didn't have four to six weeks to kind of uh, limit myself that way Um, uh, or my glucose issues uh, affected Uh, that. The doctors Uh, are saying they've done everything they can and uh, I'm going to survive. I'm going to be all right. Yeah, I go to the doctor and they uh, they check everything when you go in there. Did you know that? They said I'm I'm kind of... Uh, I guess in many ways, like Oscar Pistorius, I suppose. <laughs> a real a ma- a miracle of uh, both modern science and the law. <laughs> so, um, it was uh, very tough. We, we'd line up a date to do the surgery, and I would fail my blood sugar test. So What? This guy's got all kinds of I problems. I all that together, and we have to... I wouldn't give this guy's uh, problems to a monkey on a rock. I mean, <laughs> Uh, and it hurts. It really, really hurts. <laughs> but the painkillers they gave me. Uh, yes. Legendary actor Alec Baldwin here to let millions of Instagram followers know I've got an owie on my right hip. <laughs> I got a, I've got a, I've got a bit of a boo-boo. Uh, <laughs> it was from making a, a series of whoopsie-daisies throughout my time. And uh, it's healing, but I want you to know, ooh, it hurts like a sucker. Which, uh, you gave me one the night. I, I suppose in- if I'm, if I'm being objective about it, it doesn't hurt as much as, uh, say, a bullet piercing through your chest. I suppose it could hurt more to lose a loved one who was uh, just doing her job as a cinematographer. That pain, uh, I can't say it's more, possibly equal to. The pain that I'm feeling right now. <laughs> Hospital, uh, Tuesday night. I have a procedure Tuesday morning, and Tuesday night I I, um, I took the painkillers they gave me, and man, I haven't been that high since 1977. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, oh, Alec, you son of a gun! <laughs> <laughs> it took a turn. He immediately parked up. He's like, "Yeah, let's get this." He's got the Pink Floyd playing in the background. <laughs> I am, uh, boy, I've got to say, I'm pretty zooted. I'm, I'm yipped up. I'm, uh, I'm tripping balls, my friend. Uh, I, I just couldn't take it because you can't function. You know, I, I don't think they really kill the pain as much as they shut your brain off and you don't really experience the pain. Anyway, so... This is like if, if, if that poor woman's husband has an Instagram account, it would be like if Fred Goldman had to watch OJ talk about his knees. <laughs> Every time he says, hello, Twitter world, he's like, God damn it. 
case. Oh when boy, I've got a. Oh my goodness, my my hip is. Oh, I can't think of a worse pain than this. Really, <laughs> nothing's worse than this. <laughs> I can't think of anyone or anything. <laughs> I'm home in bed. Uh, you know, laid up that way for a few days. Uh, Jesus Christ, there's 12 minutes left in this. Oh, that I, we haven't gotten to me saying this yet. I mentioned it was long, but we're going to really f- zero in on just how long this is. Because <laughs> th- These are conversations that you would have with a longtime friend who can put up with just your drivel and nonsense. Get into the movie. Like, so- if you've known a guy for 30 years... You can ha- he, he could put up with this conversation on the phone. Oh, yeah, jeez. And the weather, Alec. My God, the weather. Can you believe it? <laughs> I gotta say, it's weird. It's June. It's been a little chilly for the most part. That's the strange thing. I mean, Massachusetts, you know, you blink and, and the weather will change. So yeah. I guess that's the... Those are the breaks here, huh, Alec? My new titanium hip is throbbing, so it must be raining soon. <laughs> and often uh, long movies, movies that I have plenty of time to watch and uh the movie i'm watching now is reds the warren Beatty movie which was released so here we get into alex movie corner finally i've been you know i've been DMing dming him for a while requesting segments and finally he's granted <laughs> me my wish it's just a new this is just a podcast at this length it's alex movie corner yeah well i kind of give him credit so he starts like me and carl on wats he starts with banter <laughs> and then he gets into the topics. He gets into the he gets into the nitty gritty, and say, "Yeah, now here are my hot movie takes." In nineteen eighty one. Oh, okay, nineteen eighty one. I guess not so hot. Huge, I was. Wrong. I mean, I've seen this movie more than once before, and um, he won the Oscar for best picture uh, and for best director. I believe I'll have to look that up. Uh, you know, you know what, just... Alec? We got it. We'll handle it. We're already on our phones. We'll Google it. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> In fact, you don't have to give us any of this information. Uh, yeah, let me look at, I love doing this while I'm on the line here. Uh, uh, Reds. Warren. Oh, God. Here we go. Reds. War, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Here we go. Was he have so eight phones? Typing. Reds. Warren. Beatty. Holy shit. And he won the uh, Oscars and Reds uh, for uh, Beatty was awarded the Academy Award for Best Director and the film was nominated for Best Picture but lost to This Chariots should be Fire. Alexa by the way. And many other people. <laughs> this is Baldwin. That, this is how AI should be used. There should be like pros and cons of AI because it's such a dangerous technology. Yeah. Like if you want to use AI it will give you the answers you're looking for, but you have to listen to five minutes of Alec Baldwin talk about his hip. Or or Siri is just Baldwin's voice and you hear him typing it out while speaking it. Uh, well, let me see here. Warren, that's W-A-R-R-N. Okay, we're getting there, folks. Don't you worry. Uh, that's a good, that's what, I think that's what like this generation needs. There has to be pros and cons of technology and we've solved it. You make them sit through Alec Baldwin's inane, ba- if they want the answer that badly, they're going to sit there. Yeah. You got to want it, people. Yeah, he's just like, uh, all right, navigate to Tennessee. <laughs> I, want, I want him to do that so bad. That should be a thing. B.J. Corville law degree. No, fuck. 
I'll find this for you, gentlemen. Uh, I think it seems to be coming up. Definition of invite. <laughs> I'm Maureen Stapleton, one of my favorite actresses. We're nominated for Best Actor, Best Actress, Best This guy is actor, fucking toast. Best Supporting Apropos actor, of nothing. But Beatty won for Best Director. No one asked. No um, one said, hey, uh, hey, Alec, uh, what are your uh, thoughts the on the Warren Beatty movie Reds? The, uh, it wasn't an anniversary. Just, nothing uh, nothing came up that sparked this. <laughs> you just don't see movies made like this anymore where the cinematography... Maybe a uh, top-tier actor could change that. I have to find out who the production designer was here. Uh, the production design. Uh, hold on, hold see. on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> Alec Baldwin in 2023 has popped into Instagram to Google the cinematographer on the movie Reds from 1981. Why would he say the word cinematographer ever again in his life, let alone make a video oh, looking good, one up? That's a good point. Let me see who I could have murdered on this movie. Uh, were there any cinematographers executed on the set of Reds? No, it appears there weren't. I was told this happens all the time. <laughs> okay, now let's see. Were there any cinematographers killed on the set of Goodwill Hunting. Oh, over two. <laughs> All right. He's just going through the history of movies. <laughs> types in Rust. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Now we've got some momentum. <laughs> Production. Uh, or maybe it was it Silbert. I don't know. I usually. Um, uh, oh God! He's making a list. Says Connor. <laughs> he's gonna find them all. <laughs> I am DB. Uh, you're next. Uh, Who is? Let's look at all cast and crew. Cuts. Cuts to a cinematographer. <laughs> let's go to the whole cast and crew. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, and it seems the assistant makeup artist. Let's give her a shout out now. I need I need a, a video of Alec Baldwin just finding people and murdering them. <laughs> well, I suspect we might get one next week. Hint, but. hint, 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 hint. <laughs> Do this together. Let's research this together. All cast and crew. A new segment. The uh, Googling with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> what a show. Uh, let's get some crew here. Uh, okay. If you were to guess, Mike, how much time's left in this video, what would you say? Nine minutes. Ten. <laughs> Oh. I was overshooting. <laughs> so, and in your heart, you thought you were uh, under. Dee Allen and Craig yeah. McKay, uh, Silbert, Sir Richard Silbert, who did. You know, like you, you, he's one of those guys. Like you can't even read his. You can't even shoot him in the chest. It's like the phone book, you know, and and, and the phone book of good uh, movies. You know, he, he designed. Excuse some, me, um, <laughs> to all you Gen Z kids out there on Instagram. You know the part of the movie that you uh, turn off, which would be the credits. I'm going to perform that live for you now and read every name of the 1981 film Reds, directed by Sir Warren Beatty. Great movie, Richard Silbert. Uh, um, the uh, um, his filmography. He won two Oscars. <laughs> now he's giving us their backgrounds. <laughs> Oh my God. Hackride says Alex did. videos make mine look like vines. Bonfire of the Vanities, Dick Tracy, uh, um, the Cotton Club. 
did Francis. He did. Uh, um, okay. China, now we're at the portion where he just lists movies. Knowledge, <laughs> Catch Twenty Two, Rosemary's Baby, uh, Sixteen Millimeter, uh, The Graduate, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf. I mean, on and on and on and on and on. Manchurian Candidate. I He's just reading movies. Oh, there's Splendor mm. in the Grass. Uh, the Godfather. <laughs> Godfather. I mean, he did a part lot of two. Great films. The Godfather time. Part Three. You know, Hot Fellas. Hot Rod. Just doing mob my movies, family you know? is Hot Rod. The city. Uh, we don't leave town. Uh, Dodgeball. True city. underdog story. We stay in New York. And my kids go to their soccer class or their. Um, he turned down the role Vince Vaughn took. Class, the <laughs> clinics there, where we take them on the weekends, and um, uh, when there's just the kids screaming is, in the background. Uh, of this. If we take them to the movies, <laughs> you hear that? I take. I yeah. take them to the movies. I don't think my wife would go for that, but I take them to the movies. And I've seen my wife uh, is a bit of a lazy whore, races, so you know, hit movies. You know, that I'm stuck taking these kids to the movies, even though I don't know if you've heard me. I, have I mentioned this? My hip is not at 100. percent Seven, six. My son Rob's about to be eight. Oh, go back a little bit. Sorry, just go back a little bit. He says something so interesting about ages here it's as if he just found out like what numbers are and he's kind of excited about this fact uh when the weather is uh, not cooperative we take them to the movies i take i take i take them to the movies i don't think my wife would go for that but hold on hold on hold on movies. what a shitty thing to say about your even if it's true <laughs> I don't think my wife would go for um, uh, raising the children necessarily. It's not her bag. Uh, how you say uh, cinema? Yes, she is too busy making tostadas <laughs> to uh, <laughs> take the children to the movies. <laughs> she's, of course, um, she's fashioning a sombrero and getting on her bureau. <laughs> bureau. Burrow, is that the right? <laughs> I'm, she's, the, she's the Spaniard, not me. I'm she's sorry. the expert. Four or five <laughs> of the most recent, you know, hit movies that your kids are going to want to go see. My boys are seven and six and five. Um, I can't believe I'm saying that. They're seven, six. My son Rob's about to be eight. So they and need, uh, the really actually, as a matter of fact, folks, seven. the six-year-old is about to be seven. <laughs> <laughs> and get this. Brace yourselves. Five-year-old. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying it. Turning six. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, Alec. Every year. They, then they, eventually, the seven-year-old's going to be nine, ten. It's unbelievable. It's going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> what? Meanwhile, you have a kid who's a mother that you called a greedy little pig. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Remember that. But anyway, they're, they're, uh, um, my kids' ages are beginning to... Uh, vex me, but um, I don't understand. The, I, it was just—I mean, it was only a couple of years ago that the five-year-old, I believe, was three. So I don't understand how it's. And they tell me in a couple of years, it's going to be eight. What's going on here? <laughs> Help me! <laughs> this is just how Alec Baldwin slips into dementia. He doesn't understand numbers. <laughs> into the movies and go see. And I don't want to name names. I don't want to pick on anybody or attack anybody but you can realize what the I would never attack anybody in any form <laughs> on purpose now, or by accident now the charges brought on me would suggest it was an accident that I may do I may manslaughter someone 
These movies really is, and I take them to see. I want BJ Corville representing four or five him. Five of the most recent <laughs> hit movies for kids. What do you want to go see? You did nothing and wrong. They'll have on the tip of their tongue the movie that they want to go see, and uh, we go see blah blah blah. And I, it's like a torture. Sure, now he's not naming movies. <laughs> I thought to myself, what would be the worst experience on earth? Would have to be to be the director of that film and sit in a cutting room. <laughs> okay, so the worst experience on earth for someone yeah. on a movie set is the director in a cutting film, yeah, not a poor cinematographer. Just bashing this guy's... I mean, can you imagine sitting through that wreck? I had to shoot someone to get out of a movie that bad. <laughs> Customary 10 to 12 weeks or even more or less. I don't know what the cutting schedules are now for these contemporary films, and especially these super computer-generated I, I don't worry myself with the jobs of the little people. <laughs> but they get in my way, I eliminate them. That's all I know about them. In this. I mean, this is, <laughs> when they screen the movie, that's the final cut of the movie, and you go, you know, there's no screen direction or plot, or you have no idea who's who, or you know, you, you have a pretty strong sense of... Oh, that's what he's here for. <laughs> he's letting us know. Everyone that works on a film in 1981. Loud. They play them so loud. This is a theater we like. It's a good theater, uh, an AMC theater that's near where the boys have their clinics on the weekend. And we go to that theater, you know, ex almost exclusively. And, um, wow. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, What's wrong, Al? My God, these movies are so. Like, uh, it's just like. You're going to crack your head open watching these movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alex, Jesus Christ. You're going to crack your head open filming my movies. Your chest will explode <laughs> as a lead penetrates it. Uh, nothing's funny, you know. It's kind of it's more cute than funny. The writing is horrible. The right. I mean, you wonder who. People keep talking now about their fear that AI will take over writing, and they'll just feed the. You know. And I think what does Alan Iverson have to do with any of this? Hello, folks. <laughs> <laughs> But have you heard of this stuff? I mean, it's taken over. I wonder if any of the comments point out that he's talking about cutting stuff from movies and be like, yeah, Alex, why don't you take some of your own advice and maybe shave this I video down? I suspect a few people on social media may have pointed that out yeah. to him. Yeah, I think. Into the blender and AI will render the uh, uh, movie or the script. And I think to myself, it must be happening now because I can't think of any self-respecting writer in the WGA who would write the shit that they write. <laughs> this I kind of like. No, yeah, man. But, yeah, this is great. <laughs> but the good news is you can download on your your pad. I have an iPad. Whoa! Pish pop! Hold on, rewind that again. <laughs> Hold on. I want to hear. So far, we've heard his fascination with numbers and ages. Now, now he's about to tell us about a technology that's been out for 10 years. To the not to, to brag, but I do have an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a uh, iPod Nano. <laughs> yes, I uh, actually just upgraded from a Zune. I had a Zune for many years, and the kids tell me this iPad thing is pretty good. So uh, I think I'm going to stick with it. Will render the uh, uh, movie or the script, and I think to myself that must be happening now because I can't think of any self-respecting writer in the WGA who would write the shit that they write. The movies are so bad. But, but, the good news is you can download on your, your pad. I have an iPad. I never was an iPad person until a couple of years ago, and now I'm 
I like that. that. Kids are screaming. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Kids are screaming in the background. Now we're we've moved over to the tech corner of Alex <laughs> of Alex's little segment here. I uh, I wasn't a, an iPad person. You're probably wondering, um, is this new Alec? And I say no. It's a couple of years now, so I've adapted to the iPad. I know you're all very curious about the technology that I'm using when I'm home. And that is why I've made this seemingly endless video to tell you about Warren Beatty, uh, shit on some movie that I won't name, and then tell you I've got an iPad, so things are going pretty well. It's good. It's um, good. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I watch iPad, and, uh, um... I watch iPad. I watch movies that Jesus. are always best appreciated on the beach. He's talking like a Jetta now. <laughs> I watch iPad. You trans. <laughs> I go to the movies and I watch big screen. <laughs> <laughs> Does he think, is he so out of touch that he thinks the, the film he's watching is iPad? That's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> uh, I give uh, I give iPad... Too enthusiastic thumbs up. <laughs> it didn't do very well in the uh, box office, but critically, it's a smash hit. <laughs> I work with this program, Art of the Score, with the Philharmonic, where we do the live to picture. So when we did The Godfather on the big screen in uh, David Geffen Hall, uh, and uh, the Philharmonic played the music uh, um, live to picture, we did On the Waterfront, we did... Uh, he hasn't mentioned why Checking in with us. <laughs> nope, he's just rambling. You can keep playing. You know, you can tell he goes to his, talk to his wife about this stuff, just like as you will talk about nonsense with your yeah. wife or whatever. And she's like, uh, no, no, Alec, I cannot do this. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to the room. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was, but. <laughs> that was some sort of fake Hilaria accent. I don't oh, fucking okay. know. <laughs> he did uh, numerous, numerous, numerous uh, uh, films. Um, the. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> okay. There's no way you caught this. Uh, I can't tell who just walked in the room, but he just looks at her and puts his hand to his mouth. <laughs> to say, Don't you understand? This is my Instagram time. Oh, who was that? I'm uh, telling um, the people about Warren Beatty. We did On the Waterfront. We did uh, There Will Be Blood. We did uh, numerous, numerous. Draws his pistol. So. Oh, it's it's his Get wife. out of here. It's his wife he's telling to shush. <laughs> uh, uh, films. Um, the, you take uh, your taquitos uh, uh, and get the hell out of here. Numerous, numerous films, and uh, the um, um, uh, <laughs> I've got some people running in behind me here at the, at the house. We did numerous, numerous. I, I swear to Christ, and, if you um, make me pause this video, uh, <laughs> you know, and I had so many He's ideas for more films. We did Amadeus, and uh, Tommy Hulse came and, and introduced the film. Um, uh, we, and we have so many more ideas for films. We did Vertigo, and uh, like many live to picture programs, you can keep playing. But he usually uh, tricks us with Simon Rattler with like, "Hey, I'm checking." Go. I just wanted to say a few words about you know my dead uh, priest. Yeah, what I, I want them to do. <laughs> he usually has some reason. This is literally just. I'm bored on my couch of, uh, and uh, shining. I think that would. Frankly, I needed a buddy, so um, <laughs> I'm turning to you for support. But. Uh, the uh, yes, I'd love to see them on a big screen, uh, but but everything I want when I'm laid up uh, on this to this degree 
is on this pad, whether it's um, Netflix this magical or pad. Amazon <laughs> or um, Apple TV. Listen to him. You get the internet with this thing. And, uh, you can do all HBO sorts of online Max, shopping. Just, just Max. A criteria. Um, Download the criteria. You can, you can order from various food delivery down. services. Uh, uh, well, it's a fascinating bit of technology. Of, uh, and it's, what's interesting is computers used to be massive. Uh, I know I'm uh, they used to take up whole rooms. Maybe even more. And uh, I don't know if you guys are onto this. This iPad is very slender. <laughs> it almost fits in your pocket. Some of the places you can access and stream a film. And there are applications I've never heard of. But Criterion is, you know, one of my favorites. Uh, uh, one of my great favorites. And uh, <laughs> one of his great favorites. Movies. He has regular favorites. He has great favorites. I mean, just, just start with this movie, Reds. Go watch Warren Beatty's film, Reds. It's oh, I thought there was a whole conversation to go, Alec. I forgot about it. It's beautiful. Never heard of it. It's beautifully shot. <laughs> It's beautifully acted. It's beautifully directed. It's beautiful. Why don't you read us some of the cast? Give so the below the line people some, some credit. To me, or what a movie is about. Cinematographer. You know, if, I, if I sat down, like maybe one day I'll write a list and go over with you in multiple parts. In multiple parts. Oh, oh no, that's okay. That you, <laughs> you have to see before you die. Uh, you know, more awesomeness sent a super sticker. Reason, whether it's a, a, you, just a visceral performance. Uh, I always talk about how much I love Kirk Douglas how he was the greatest actor slash movie star or among the greatest because he was a great leading man at the box office, but he could act. He really could act. You know, and I watched I watched The Bad and the Beautiful all the time. Minute and a half to, to go. The power of his oh, my God. It's a great performance. It's movie acting at the, at the end. I just want to see how he ends. Because uh, that, that part, I've watched this far. I turned it off right here. I love him. He's a great movie actor as well. But, okay, uh, go back a little the, bit. Um, <laughs> The acting at the, at the apex, you know, and uh, and his son Michael, I love as well. I love Michael Douglas. Okay, Paul, I like that. In his mind, here's what's going through his mind right there. I believe because I've studied this man. Uh, well, I just did my whole Kurt Douglas rant, but I don't want Michael to be offended that I didn't mention him. So I better give him kudos. Certainly, he will hear about this <laughs> when this video takes off and people are. It's going to be all the buzz around the water cooler tomorrow. Guys, did you hear Alec is laid up? Oh, people feel a great deal of sympathy for me. He's a great movie actor as well. A great but, movie uh, actor. The, um, I saw him on iPad. The film is, <laughs> whatever it features, if it all comes together, the design and the acting and the writing and the music and the directing and the editing and all of it, if it all comes together, like The Godfather. The Godfather was the ultimate example of that. But uh, um, Marlon Brando was also in iPad. sight now. What a movie. Really every every famous person, he's like, oh, I see Spielberg. He's Spielberg. like, oh, your work on iPad was excellent. <laughs> you know, Robert De Niro in Godfather 2, great performance on iPad. Start to watch some of the greatest films ever made and see what movies really are. 30 seconds. Were, That's what iPad delivers. excited about. Um, Oppenheimer coming out. I think they're going to have a huge success because everyone's starved for that kind of content. Anyway, I'm out of time. And uh, what time? Watch Reds. <laughs> start there. Start with the great Warren Beatty. You had a time limit. And by the time you see me uh, again in uh, late July, I'm going to look like a totally different person. Okay. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs>
I'm transitioning. After all of that, after all this shit, he goes, I'm going to look different. No, no, no. He doesn't just say that. He says, I'm out of time, which I don't know what that means. I don't know if he means like metaphorically, like time is, is, you know, we're all running out of time. Time is finite. Or like, is he saying that? Uh, they're telling me I have to go. They're giving me the curtain. <laughs> they're giving me the light, folks. My time is up. You've been great. Uh, Thank you, Detroit. Principled Uncertainty says, Alec would dramatically read the cereal box. Wheat. Hmm. Sugar. Hmm. Numerous fats. I, <laughs> I actually remember wheat. Um, my father was very big on wheat. And uh, he would go to the store and he would get... Wheat-based cereals for us, and uh, I would eat the cereal, and Stephen would eat the cereal, and uh, Timothy would eat. Billy, of course, would eat the cereal. We would all eat the cereal around the table. Okay, so that's wheat. Next ingredient. I was going to say twelve minutes later. Anyway, uh, I'm going to look like a different person. Uh, what a weirdo guy. <laughs> I can't figure out. They're telling me I'm out of time. <laughs> Who? Who's Alec? Wait, stay. We need the answer to this. <laughs> He's clearly like on vacation or something. He's in a hotel. Hey, it's no vacation, buddy. When you got a hip replacement like that. Oh, my own. That's that's pretty true. <laughs> that's no vacation. That's true. I need a vacation from this vacation. <laughs> uh, well, back to the salt mines, folks. <laughs> Uh, Alec Baldwin just checking in with a case of the Mondays. I, I mean, boy, boy, I'll tell you, folks. Can't wait to get to five o'clock. Uh, um, uh, yeah, he's great. Like I said, he does give another uh, eulogizes um, Treat Williams, but I felt the just him needing a friend was a much more accurate. Uh, Assessment of where he is mentally right now. Well, I don't know if it's a good place. Box Eating Dad says, if he didn't kill that chick, people would just say he's a, just a cinephile. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's I like. I, I wish he gave uh, Hilaria the throat cut sign when she walked in. <laughs> uh, he more or less did. He put his finger up to his mouth like, shut the fuck up. Don't you dare. I'm entertaining the people with iPad. Do you, <laughs> do you understand where I'm at right now? Me and iPad are <laughs> gracing the people with a little knowledge and a little movie wisdom. Yeah, uh, I would uh, I would really appreciate a video of Alec Baldwin and iPad shooting <laughs> cinematographers. <laughs> he, he's just talking to Siri. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she never knows the answer. Uh, iPad, what were the nominees <laughs> in 1975? I'd be... Hear that? Hmm? Hmm? Oh... <laughs> uh. Should we uh, should we give an update on Sean Ray here? Yeah, this will be a quick one. We just have a quick update on Sean Ray, but I worry. The last time we talked about her was with that guy, whatever his name, John or whatever his name was, her boyfriend or something. We said I think our determination was essentially he's the world's greatest pedophile. Correct, because he's technically not doing anything illegal. Technically correct. It's all above board. Well. I worry because I, I think maybe we gave Sean Ray some, some troublesome advice. Mm -hmm. I suggested in that episode that she could be a hero for America and do a service that keeps pedophiles uh, <laughs> off the playground, so to speak. Yeah. 
I worry that maybe she's running with that, that idea a little too much. Oh, God. Because there now is a system in place to contact Shauna Ray. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing day. I just want to give a huge shout out. Oh, yeah, that's out. right. By the way, if you're new to the program and you're like, what on God's green earth is this voice? <laughs> what child are they making fun of? Not so fast, my friend. Can I be honest with you? She looks like she's gone through fucking hell. <laughs> she looks she looks like she aged 20 years and just looks like shit. Is it, it's like a Mulaney's joke where he says that uh, if you just took my kindergarten photo and uh, yellowed the teeth and put bags under the eyes, it's <laughs> pretty much me now. <laughs> she's got tattoos and shit now. Does she really? Yeah. She's really trying to adult herself. Yeah. So this is 20 something year old Shauna Ray. Um, she has a disease. She had cancer when she was young and whatever the tumor pressed against her brain. I think I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how it worked, but it caused her to essentially have dwarfism and, uh, her voice and a lot of her features don't necessarily mature with her. Um, so she's telling us about a new system of communication. She has, I like, I like the idea too, that she has tattoos and her boyfriend, like, as they're getting sexual, sees them Gross. and just goes, Oh, ew, you're too, you're too young for those. Just, just tell me those are press-ons. <laughs> She's like, I'm 24. And he's like, ew. <laughs> oh, just say they're press-ons. Say they're press-ons. <laughs> you put them on with a wet sponge. <laughs> and thank you to anyone who sent anything through to the PO box. We appreciate them all. We love everything we receive. I want to give a huge shout out to James Norwood because oh, he said boy. Me- because he sent me a cute little photo of me and oh, a letter. No. no, 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 no. James, you've outed yourself, my friend. And the picture he drew, she showed it, is a stick figure. Oh, I can't help but notice it's not it's not Jeanette Norwood. Of course, it's a guy reaching out saying, hey, cutie. Oh. He, she should really go with, I, we've probably said this before, but she needs to go on like to catch a predator. Well, I think that's what she's doing. I think that's what this PO box is for. You're not going to fool me, lady. <laughs> I'm not mailing you anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so adorable. And I just want to say thank you so much for it and to keep up the positivity and just have an absolutely amazing day. And thank you to anyone else who's ever sent anything or is sending no, something. Don't, for the love of God. <laughs> Thanks for anyone that sent me those oversized lollipops. It's a sting. <laughs> don't trust it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And those light up shoes you guys sent me. Keep them coming. <laughs> uh, and this is the James who asked me to use this envelope to send back my underwear. <laughs> Be great, though. The fan mail is just like, she's like, I got a new blankie in the mail. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and they asked me to describe how I use it every night. So I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> I put my thumb in my mouth and I put my head on it. <laughs> As you requested. <laughs> sending something because your positivity, your support keeps us going. And honestly, we wouldn't be where we were at if it wasn't for each other. So thank you so much. Oh, I also want to so, give a huge oh. shout out to whoever sent this. Thank you so much. I think this is adorable. The fact that there's puppies and cats on it is everything. Yeah, well, you're going to have to watch off of it, sweetheart. I'm sorry to tell you. She's doing everything. She's got tattoos, and one of them is a glass of, of wine on her forearm. 
It says legal drinker over it. <laughs> this bow because it's my favorite color, and we're gonna try to open it and keep it. Oh, so you're so well off. You have to keep a bow that came in the mail. So here we go. Uh, Bill in, in St. Paul, Minnesota, Hi, said he sends me send me these blocks that he wants to watch me play with. <laughs> it is packaged. I hope this is so like a, a, a little tyke's okay, fucking well, slide. Package, I found a letter, so we're gonna start with that. I'm gonna Here's wear your skin. <laughs> you are so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Stunning women who live life in their own way, who paint. By the way, I, I, can I make a prediction? I worry it's not going to be from a woman. She she's holding. It's not going to be someone with someone from someone who dealt with this situation. It's going to be from a generic man's name. She's holding a card, and it looks like she's holding like a full size Van Gogh painting. <laughs> the world with bold color who shine like stars for the rest of us to see. Oh, that is so cute. I didn't know there was cards. Read there. the handwritten part. Woman. I love this. Okay. I hope you enjoy your gift. I had a blast painting it. I was going to say, I haven't seen it yet. A lot of artists put their own cum in the paint, so that's what I uh, kind of imagine is happening. Oh, gosh. Shauna, I know she's a sweet, naive adult, but <laughs> I, I don't think these people have the best intentions. No. <laughs> It smells like paint, so I was assuming. Okay, well, maybe you know, maybe don't get too close to it, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be, be careful. And have a wonderful birthday. I greatly admire what you do and the kind. It of smells person. exactly like chloroform. Oh. Is there any way we could interview the people that send her shit or find out? Well, that one guy. I don't know how to contact him or anything, but yeah, maybe we can find him. Like, uh, oh, you know, didn't I? I sent you his Instagram. Whatever clip we played, I think it was from his Instagram. Oh, that's so right. That's right. I want to be like, so what exactly about her attracts yeah. you? <laughs> what is it that makes you go, oh, fuck oh, yeah. God. <laughs> that you are a lightning bolt necklace is fitting for someone who shines as brightly as you do. Oh, good. They got a jewelry. That's good. From Kaz. Kaz is yeah. in my Discord. Oh, this is so sweet. Oh my I god. Mean, okay, well, we've got a breeding ground to hunt now, apparently. There's a Discord. <laughs> There's a Discord. Get in that Discord, everybody. <laughs> Guys, do your civic duty and take this Discord to <laughs> expose these people. Get into this Discord, infiltrate, and figure out what's happening and ruin it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Uh, tag the FBI as much as possible in said Discord. <laughs> Card stuff that says. There's going to be Sean Ray in the Discord, and then uh, our guy Principal Dun certainty shows up. Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want, I want the, the Discord's probably like, oh, guys, imagine her playing in a sandbox. Oh, <laughs> watch this! I'm going to give her a necklace, and she's going to wear it every day. <laughs> <laughs> she's using a sifter for the sand now. Oh. <laughs> Celebrating you today, your gifts, your talents, and the endless way you make the world a better place. But I love this. And they did it for my birthday. That is so sweet of you. Okay, now to see what you painted. Yeah, don't give him too much credit, Sean. I'm more excited about this than the card, but... Oh, it's a new drawing of you. <laughs> oh, this is so cool. Yes. 
Oh. It's much like when Dudley spilled the paint on different strokes. So uh, this painting is so fucking stupid. What is it? Uh, it's a picture of what looks like uh, uh, two different, a bunch of different colors, a couple leaves. The necklace he gave her, he painted, and it says, I am Sean Ray. <laughs> And that's a, that's probably a gift that you send, not necessarily a friend, but like a secret admirer. Yeah, yeah. Am totally. I wrong? Absolutely. You know, yeah. maybe someone you 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 don't have uh, pure intentions with. I I imagine that these all these notes are like uh, the the principal and and Billy Madison that just at the end says P.S. I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but pride by colors. I like that. It's perfect. Oh my God. What a happy accident. You two can get away. These men are taking advantage of you. (laughs) Stay away. So I'm going to assume she has a, an eight year old's perspective on pride because there's not even close to the right colors on this painting. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to go because I already have a canvas from my paint class there. In fact, I'm getting so many gifts from men. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird, but none of them want to use their real face or voice on camera for some reason. This guy, he said his name is just Pop Pop. (laughs) (laughs) This is so pretty. Thank you so much. I am so appreciative. Connor says he's going to need Jesus. (laughs) With this, and I will. Be this guy here. asks me to just call him Mr. Anderson, Mr. Anderson, because it turns him on. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, someone sent me some raw macaroni and said to glue it to a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to you in the Discord because this is just. Oh, thank you. You send me and colored honestly- paper and safety scissors. Thank you so much. I mean. I'm an adult, but I appreciate you sending me this, I, I guess. I think I was joking about this Discord at first. Now, nah, we should probably nuke this place. It's probably poison. Uh, well, keep it going so the, the, the proper authorities can take yeah. care of it. Infiltrate, make friends, but not close friends. And yeah. We, and figure out well, where yeah. they're... You don't want it to be like Donnie Brasco. You don't want to sympathize with these guys. No, no. Actually, you know what? What could actually happen is get in there and get someone to admit they think she's hot because of how she looks. <laughs> Please. <laughs> the fact that you just remembered my birthday's coming up is sweet enough. Like, the card alone was enough, but this is amazing, and I'm so glad you had an amazing... You think they'd forget, Shauna? You're the only thing keeping them out of prison. <laughs> Mike, uh, they're gonna remember your birthday. Mike, uh, August August thirty first rolls around, right? Yeah. You uh you walk outside. Uh, you have a giant package from someone. Yeah. That somehow knew your address exactly, and yeah. sends you a painting. I come buckets. <laughs> yeah. What's your is your reaction? Oh, oh good. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. <laughs> I would I would hear a rustling in a nearby bush and be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to live paranoid for the rest of my life now. <laughs> I come buckets. <laughs> I'm painting it, and I hope that you continue to paint because you're really good, and honestly, I don't think I could do this, so congrats. I, and- I, I'll be with your fingers, but... <laughs> I am... <laughs> It's a hand turkey. <laughs> I couldn't do this. <laughs> Have an amazing day. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to anyone else who supports me and has said anything through the P.O. box or even in a sense. We might be her biggest supporters. Yeah, she's thanking criminals. 
She's thanking criminals. We're here trying. <laughs> well, I take that back. Let me amend that statement. She's thanking people who are doing their best to stay out of jail. Right, right, right. Technically really going the extra mile. She's helping them out. We're trying to help her out. The only people yes. getting off are perverted uh, criminals. Sure. It's it is, this is disgusting. Just bend there for me because Fucking without you, she almost said bend over. Feather, we honestly <laughs> wouldn't be where we are today. And I know I say that a lot, but I really mean it because without you guys, I don't know where I would be and if I would a much still safer be place. So pop- <laughs> She's talking to the 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 e channel cameras. <laughs> Thank you for ruining my life. <laughs> no, it's TLC. Get it right. TLC. It's the learning channel. Sorry, sorry. You're right. You're right. Oh, Christ. All right. Um, oh. Let's see here. Oh, we got a hack ride video, right? Yeah, I was going to say, let's watch the hack ride video first, and then maybe we'll do Tom Myers, and the Nick Fuentes stuff is not time sensitive, so maybe we'll save that. No, it is not. Right. Um. So, uh, yeah, let's watch this hack ride video first. A much shorter one this week, folks. And like I said, if you want to skip ahead to the Tom Myers stuff, this is your warning. Go ahead. Uh, I think he said a four-minute video. And there is a uh, hack ride, I think, is appealing to the, the portion of the audience that does like psychedelics or something. I don't know what's, <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. But uh, hack ride does a lot of great work. So this is his video this week. I think we're being visited from uh, Jerry and uh, maybe some of his other pals. Jesus fucking Christ. So I'm doing voiceover work now, too, for these assholes? I've really hit a Zumok type bottom here. <laughs> starring so mean Ball on the Blind Mike Network, a new show starring Blind Mike's favorite entertainer, Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub and Brendan Schaub. They are just three triplets living in the big city trying to do the best they can. Hey, bro, did you get that personal trainer job? I 100% gave it my best, bro. That interview was a banger. Maybe if you spent less time roofing and more time roofing, we'd be able to afford a bigger place. (laughs) Shut up, bro. I will fucking kill you. Until one day, something they never planned on showed up at the door. Like a normal person, but they're smaller. Shrunk somehow. (laughs) Look, there is a note. Thanks, bros, for the wicked foursome last winter. This is little Paulino. He's one of yours. Please raise him well. Oh, no. I told you that ketamine phase would come back to haunt us, bros. Phase? Line Mike Network presents a comedy about three abnormal brothers and one innocent little baby boy. Have you ever done this before? Dude, what is that? And the brothers are about to learn that the only thing worse than raising little Paulino is losing him. Bros, this baby thing isn't so hard. I don't know what the big fuss is. Yeah, it's just a little more poop than I'm used to. Just a little. Here's the thing, bros. This little beast found us, so it's our job to train him up. We are changing the game, bros. 100% bros. Bros? Who wants a protein shake? Me, bro. Me too, bro. You know what, fellas? This is going to be a great day. This fall on the Blind Mike Network, join Brendan Schaub in his acting debut. What the hell, bro? You blended little Paulino into a little baby guacamole. I can't believe what you've done to us. Now I'm going to be someone's bitch. 
I am so sorry, bros. It was totally an accident, although technically, it was a protein shake. <laughs> Every week, a comedy of errors that the brothers have to get themselves out of. Well, that was quite the predicament. Yeah, I didn't know how we were going to get out of that. Well, the important thing is we are all here together. You baby murderers ready? Yes. 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 This fall, three bros and a baby. Only on the Blind Mike Network. Also premiering this fall, Bob Levy's Fools Across America. Follow Bob Levy as he rewards deserving couples with the dream pool of their lives. As an expert on pools and pool installation, <laughs> I use my expertise to help those in need. You know, since Michelle got the cancer and we lost Rex, oh, our musk ferret, to the crows, we really haven't had any luck. So this is just a blessing. Thank God for Bob Levy and his pools. I'm only here to make people's dreams come true. I am the pool dream weaver. And you won't believe the pool reviews. They are just something to behold. All right, you two lovebirds. You can open your eyes. What is this? What's going on? What's going on here? I'll tell you what's going on, you little cancer-ridden cunt. If I don't get one, you don't get one. And if you don't get one, no one gets one. As long as I live, not one motherfucker will have a pool before I have a pool. And it looks like I will never have a pool. So no pool for the weird crow ferret lady. Someone get me the fuck out of this hole. Watch both Three Bros and a Baby and Bob Levy's Pools Across America this full okay. on the Blind Mike Network. Wait, what's going on here on the Blind Mike Network? I gotta go upstairs and blow hack ride to get a day off in this part of an operation. Uh, hack ride is just the right type of insane. Jerry, you rascal. Yeah. Now, can I tell you, that actually gives me an idea. So obviously, that has nothing to do with the show in any way, shape, or form. We just indulge Hackride's insanity. That was Hackride uh, pushing, basically giving up this week until next week, because I know there's a big one coming. <laughs> he could have just given, given up if he wanted to. Does it have to be? If you, got, if you don't got nothing, just leave it. Here's something he could do. Here's, uh, it gave me an idea. It was, it was, it was funny, by the way. Hackride, I'm not insulting you. Don't worry. He gets very sensitive. I enjoyed the pools. Here's an idea. Shit that we talk about, like that reminded me what you could do is we had a whole thing. If you haven't seen it, this was before Hack Ride's time on, on the show, I think. Um, we talked about Shaub as Batman. Yes. I think we put it alone, like us talking about it. I'm like, we cut it and put it as its own clip. It's somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could send it to you, Hack Ride. But. Um, do that. <laughs> yeah. That could be funny. A shop is Batman could be funny. Yes. Oh yeah. When we said, when you said, uh, he, or his mom, his mom thought he should have been Batman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. If you need context, go watch the clip, but that could, that could be a great storyline because there's a lot of people that, you know, a lot of evil villains. Shab is our hero. That's right. There's yeah. a lot of evil doers out there that Shab could go up against. And could Ojeda be, be Robin? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> see, this is why, for, to those of you that are like, why do you let Hack Ride do this? A lot of people love Hack Ride, by the way. 
Oh yeah. Everyone in the um, everyone in the chat that's high loved that video they just watched. It's probably the most <laughs> mixed reaction. Like people love it or hate it. <laughs> Which means it's a good thing that he's doing. So um No, no, no. Hack Rider already he's already taken missteps. He said BJ as the Joker. No, no, no. She'd be poison ivy for sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, but that's not BJ as the Joker's not bad. Now he now he's he's cooking. See, his brain's already cooking. That's how his mind works. Oh, she'd be a way better poison ivy. She's just poison. She's just poison in general. Hey, hey, let the let the let the genius do the work. All right. All right? All it's right. not for us to decide. All We're right. not the creative types here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um but yeah, no, that's that's very. He, he messaged me like in a, a frantic. And he's always he's always frantic when he's messaging me, and he's like, "I don't know, I just don't know if I have the time this week. I might only have a five minute video for you to play." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's plenty. <laughs> Remember when we said three was long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Shab as Batman could be terrific. So that gives me that gives me a good idea. Because remember, he is our hero, Brendan Shab. Yes. Yes, he is. So that's a commercial for uh, the Blind Mike Network. And I think I'm going to, I'll post that as well. Uh, I made a playlist called Hack Rides Corner on uh, on the YouTube. So I did see subscribe that. if you want to watch that. I did yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Should we close with Tom Myers? Yeah, I don't even know what this is yet. Uh, it's just, it's ju- I wanted to give you guys, we talked a lot about Tom Myers lately. Obviously, June 29th, me, Justin, a bunch of the boys, more and more, they're uh, coming out of the woodworks. I'm so pissed I'm not going. It's honestly like, it's like the Cosby victims, where it's like one or two guys popped up and were like, I'll do it. And then more and more start, they, they found the bravery through each other. Oh, to, it, was, they, you know? it, it was Spartacus. Yeah, yeah. All right, fine. I'll do it. I'll go to Havertigray. I'll go to Tom Myers. No, I'll go. Yeah, so a couple of brave souls, and now I think more and more will be joining us in the back row of uh, um, the Havertigray's Opera House, I think it is. Yeah. Um, so we talked about Make America Nate again on the Patreon, which I know I'm not supposed to promote. I'm just money-grubbing, apparently. But hey, it's there if you want it. Um. So we talked about that there. We talked about a little bit of his stand-up here. We haven't talked about his podcast yet. So this is, uh, I mean, any WATP fans already know this, um, but this is Tom Meyer, how Tom Meyer starts his show. This is his, I was going to say his latest. I think an episode may have come out since I grabbed this one. Uh, But this is just an example of his monologues, and I'm wondering, maybe we'll see some of these jokes. He workshops them on the podcast, Maybe we'll get to see it in Haver de Grace. So I just figured as a little um, preview for Haver de Grace on June 29th, if you're on the fence, uh, this is another thing that maybe pushes you over. Already in. Oh, I, I should say, Tom Myers versus the rest of the world is the name of this program. <laughs> Tom Myers is always very long-winded. It should be Tom Myers versus the world. We would have understood he's not versus himself. We would have figured it out. But no, he likes to make sure you understand everything. Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. A she deal to raise the debt ceiling mad. and avoid defaulting on the country's bills was reached by the president. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it's a two-minute clip, but it might take us a while to get through. Go back a little bit. And he, that's how he starts his podcast. 
like imagine so he's doing like a monologue i guess mm-hmm. if imagine imagine if a fucking letterman came out and was just like hey it's a late show tanya harding's in the news <laughs> jesus david all right no, he didn't even say he didn't even say what the show was. He just said hello and then went it's into Tom it. Myers versus the rest of the world. <laughs> First story. Hello, and welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. A deal to raise the debt ceiling and avoid defaulting <laughs> on the country's bills was reached. There's not by even the pre- a breath. There's not even a breath. It's Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. A deal to raise the debt ceiling. If you didn't know better, you would think the name of the podcast was Tom Myers versus the rest of the world, colon, a deal to raise the debt ceiling. <laughs> President and Congress and signed into law. South Carolina Republican Nancy May said they got fleeced by a president who, quote, can't find his pants, end quote. Given that one of her conference members is Matt Gates, misplacing one's pants is the last thing she should bring up. <laughs> this is a classic Tom Myers. Both keepers style. found. Who the fuck is laughing at that? Uh, this is cla- it's Woody Woodpecker, I believe. <laughs> it felt like a Tom Myers joke that I just made. <laughs> but, um, the, the the Tom Myers style. Let me hear that again. Is <laughs> Matt Gates misplacing one's pants is the last thing she should bring up. Yeah, so Tom Myers' style is basically like, I mean, as if. No, his style is make the obvious joke, but say it way slower than you're even thinking. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> Tom, every Tom Myers' punchlines are just a, a verbal eye roll. <laughs> oh, brother. No, boy. Hey, gang. If Tom Myers isn't enough, we might see some of these people laughing at the show. Because don't forget, it's Dat Fan and Friends. That's true. Oh, I should mention that too. If you're looking for tickets, it's Dat Fan and Friends, not Tom Myers. <laughs> I hope you know you should all leave as soon as Tom's done. Like he was the draw. <laughs> I kind of want to see Dat Fan. I know. Justin keeps saying he's excited for everyone. Justin oh. wants to take it all in. I, you have to assume that Dat Fan is going to be okay. Why? Because he like he's done it long enough. You gotta assume yeah, he's, he's had twenty be- years to build up to playing the Havard de Grace Opera House with Tom Myers. Ah. You're right. He's probably gonna crush. I didn't say that. I didn't say crush. No, no. You know what, Craig? You're right. He's probably <laughs> got a killer set. I didn't say that. Probably is the word I would use. I said he'll do okay. <laughs> Founder Stuart Rhodes was sentenced to 18 years in prison for his role in the attack on the Capitol. That's 18 years of his cellmates thinking of all the creative things they can do with the hole where his left eye used to be. Okay, let's go back because now we got to, there's a couple of things I want to do here. Let's go back because it's, he doesn't set up that this person is missing an eye. No, he does not. (laughs) I didn't even hear the name he said. It's on the audience to assume. Oh, well, obviously this person's missing an eye, right? That's why he's fucking his eye socket. <laughs> he's, it was someone that was at the Capitol on January 6th? Yeah, a name I've never... And again, I'm not the high-minded political... Um, I don't have the high-minded political acumen that Tom does. So I'm probably just ignorant, but I don't know who the fuck this person is. So talk to us, Todd. Talk to the commoners, the little people. Well, I do I do a, a Newsmax podcast every morning, so I'm sure I, once I re-listen, I'll understand what he's talking about. Yeah. And I'll say going for after this joke, 
Let's hear the setup and pause Before. and see if we can guess the punchline. Okay. Both Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes was sentenced to 18 years in prison for his role in the attack on the Capitol. That's 18 years of his cellmates thinking of all the creative things they can do with the hole where his left eye used to be. Hold on. Okay. Now I have to ask also, other than fucking it, what are the creative things they could do? A pencil holder. Arts Uh, and crafts projects. What um, the fuck? you You could save snacks in there probably. Yeah, but you know, I don't think you have a lot of that in jail. That's the issue, in prison. I don't know why he didn't just say, uh, uh, you know, vacant eye socket. <laughs> the empty <laughs> hole where his eye used to be. That's all we need. We just needed. We needed a little background, Tommy. That's all you got. Pepper in a little detail. Because he's talking about jail. He says hole. The immediate joke, I think, is butt. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> that will be 18 years of Stuart Rhodes being stormed and invaded during his supposedly peaceful transition into life as a prison inmate. Oh, he attacks. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was happening. What the fuck was that? Uh-huh. Go back. <laughs> With the hole where his left eye used you, to be. I, you got to go all the way back because now we got to hear it as one thing. I, I, it Shame on me as a student of comedy to step on someone's punchline like that. To be fair, though, typically that's when he just goes to a completely I, different Sure, topic. I thought it was done. Yeah, when I saw the credits roll, I thought we were all wrapped up, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes was sentenced to 18 years in prison for his role in the attack on the Capitol. That's 18 years of his cellmates thinking of all the creative things they can do with the hole where his left eye used to be. (laughs) That will be 18 years of Stuart Rhodes being stormed and invaded during his supposedly peaceful transition into life as a prison inmate. Oh, okay, so, raped. So yeah, <laughs> raped and uh, raped in the eye. Here's a couple of things about Tom. If the setup is anything to do with prison, the punchline will absolutely be forcible sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt about. That's where Tom's mind. If he if he, he's talking drugs. The punchline is, I mean, this guy must have been out of his mind. He must have been zooted. <laughs> it's uh, it's the most basic level of horseshit with Tom always is where his his reference pool goes. But also, Tom got a little greedy there, where, like, the eye socket wasn't enough for him. He's like, nah, this deserves two punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden fell during the Air Force graduation ceremony out in Colorado. Okay. Pause. I assume the setup's over. That's why I paused. I don't think so. I think you you don't know the Tom Myers cadence well enough yet. This is why you should be in Harvard Grace. You could study up. I want to go, but his his cadence. I will say this: it's never the same. It's no, really- but it's much more meandering than this. He's usually not that concise. Joe Biden falls in Colorado. Do you want me to continue and see? If, if the I'm going to guess. Does he does he trash Biden? I was going to say, does he trash Trump? I, so I, I've heard this. I don't want to guess because I've heard this clip and maybe I've subconsciously internalized it, but I don't remember it. Well, let's just see where he goes then. All right. This isn't his first stumble, which leads me to the following theory. All those times Biden was accused of grabbing people and smelling their hair. He wasn't being a creeper. 
He was just looking to regain his balance. Oh, <laughs> he did it backwards. Oh, he did the god. He did the joke backwards. You're supposed to end with when he sniffed girl's hair. That's supposed to be the punchline. That was. You don't say the punchline and then go. Remember that guy? You know, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? The the laughing, <laughs> the laughing on this might be the worst part. These people, it's weird because, like, you know, it was part of the Howard Stern show forever, where the people in the background would laugh and clap, and it sounded kind of fake. And that's in the very early days of Stern. I guess these people look at Tom Myers as Howard Stern circa 1988. (laughs) This guy, I want to be on this rocket ship when it takes off to the moon. (laughs) Chuck Todd announced he will no longer moderate Meet the Press. When did he start? Oh, That was too quick for you. You can't keep up with this guy. He's going to trick you. See, if I paused it where my instincts were on the previous one, I would have been correct. Justin uh, drove me into the studio the other day. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he played some Tom Myers for me. He's obsessed right now. <laughs> yeah, it might've been, the, it could have been this episode. I'm not sure, but he was playing, he was playing some of it. And, uh, he made Tom makes a joke about like Biden or something. And Justin just goes, that's what I like about Tom. He really rails against both sides. <laughs> <laughs> and just Justin's delivery of it was like, I think it might be serious. Who knows? <laughs> that's the beauty of Justin. You never know. <laughs> yeah. As of the recording of this episode, the Writers Guild of America is still on strike. I assume that. See, now that's that's the that's where his setup ended on the first joke. Writers Guild of America is still on strike. Tom's a topical guy. Is he going to mention AI or late night television? Maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say AI. Something to do with AI. That would explain why their picket line placards are boring as hell. In a rare what was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I can only assume that that man was being hit in the stomach with a metal bat at that moment. Is Seth, <laughs> is Seth Rogen there? <laughs> Stop! My belly hurts. As of the recording of this episode, the Writers Guild of America is still on strike. That would explain why their picket line placards are boring as hell. I don't, I don't even, In a rare break I with the, I don't. I hate to be this guy. I don't get it. Uh, there's a writer's strike. No, no. I, okay, that I know. Uh, <laughs> Go he, slowly, because maybe I, it's my. I know exactly what he's thinking. He fucked up the joke, obviously. So the writers would be the ones holding the picket, the the signs. I, I got that. He, in his mind, thinks it's like the directors, and they don't have people writing for them. Is that the joke? Yeah, because the he in his mind, he's like, the writers are striking, so the well, okay. signs don't make I'm, sense. I'm with you on that. Maybe that is what he means. It, has it been like in the news that the, the picket signs have been historically boring? No, I think it was just a writing joke. Like I, am, I, I imagine the picket signs just say, like, we want fair wage or, you know, hell no, we won't go or something like yeah, that. I, th- I think he was just using them as a... As a as the foundation of a joke that would have been on any picket, <laughs> or it was just a writing joke. I don't. Yeah, you. Know. So I guess you could have made that joke about any picket line, like, "Oh, that's why their signs are so boring." <laughs> yeah, the uh, the electricians are uh, striking. Has a union ever closed, or not a union, but like uh, you know the other side, the, the evil guys? <laughs> have they ever said, "Well, we have finally given 
into the union's demands because the picket signs gave us a hell of a laugh. <laughs> Maybe. It was not so much their demands that convinced us, but the hilarity of the picket signs. <laughs> Majority of like the that's, Supreme- that's Tom's issue with joke writing is he doesn't have like an adult brain. Like he kind of thinks like a sarcastic kid, right. I guess. Right. In court, Brett Kavanaugh dissented against their ruling, rolling back environmental regulations. Okay, Brett Kavanaugh. He's a pervert. Uh, something about, um, I'm surprised he didn't force himself on yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they, they must have passed out for him to pass that legislation. Or they added a second door just to get away from him. <laughs> Kavanaugh warned that the ruling could jeopardize water quality and flood control. That's strange considering the only flood control Kavanaugh used to worry about was the quality of his orgasms. <laughs> oh my god i love the laughs jesus can we make can we can we make those my laugh track now <laughs> every every time you say something I just don't say, do that hack ride i know you're gonna take it literally don't do it <laughs> since we last spoke henry kissinger turned 100 years of age something oh, I, something he, to do with his trouble getting it up he doesn't get a boner anymore Something to do with kissing. Like, he's going to be that on the nose with this one, I think. <laughs> Kissinger? Okay. <laughs> Looks remarkably well for someone continuously haunted by the ghosts of tens of thousands of dead American service members, as well as countless Southeast Asian civilians. That's right. That's right. What the fuck oh, does that kind mean? Of, kind of just an honest statement, I guess. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait, go back. What does he know? Uh, let's see. Oops. Well, as countless Southeast Asian civilians. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Robert De Niro and Al Pacino what? each became parents. That's the setup. <laughs> okay. Robert De Niro and Al Pacino each became parents. Um, Some mob reference. Oh, you know what? I remember the punchline, so I won't say it. Is it a mob reference? Nope. Think about the most obvious thing about the story. The age? Well, let's find out. They're both in their 80s, so imagine the pressure their poor kids will feel having just learned how to walk and then teaching their respective fathers how to do the same. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. That wasn't the worst. It wasn't, Craig? No, it wasn't the worst. You don't teach the elderly to walk. I get what he's saying. They're just, they lose the ability, I suppose. They're both not like, no, 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 come on, Grandma, one foot in front of the other. In terms of Ups Tom, in terms of Tom Myers, that was not the worst. I mean, we're grading on a pretty easy a significant scale, scale, a significant scale, but we have to do it. Warner Brothers is canceling the production of Judge Mathis and People's Court. Uh, they should put in. They they should they should give a show to Donald Trump. It'll be something like that. That's shocking. People's Court is still on TV. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Who are these fucking people? You f- do you feel that People's Court? Do you feel that burn? <laughs> you bitches! You just got Myers. I'm gonna laugh like that from now on. <laughs> Oh, ooh, ah, Tom, this guy burning us. You've seen Beavis and Butthead do America, right? Uh, no. 
All right. Well, at one point they run into their dads uh, mm-hmm. when they're tripping balls in the in the fort uh, in the desert, and Butthead's dad laughs exactly like this guy. <laughs> and that's all I'm hearing or picturing when I hear this guy. Okay. in Washington State were put on administrative leave after they were discovered with guns and cocaine on school grounds. That's very unprofessional of them to bring cocaine into a school. Um, so teachers were fired for having guns and coke on school grounds. That's very unprofessional of them to bring cocaine on school grounds. Something getting, about guns getting being away of all the mass shootings. Uh, yeah, I was going to say something about guns and shooting people and yeah, and not share it with the rest of the class. <laughs> Doesn't he not do, share it with the rest of the class? Doesn't he do a version of that joke like all the time? <laughs> it's his, it's one of his standard go-to drug bits. Yeah, yeah. I say oh, let not, the teachers it, have the. Oh, cocaine. actually, you know what? Yeah, because the the pot joke um, is uh, the British are coming, dudes. <laughs> Thank God I brought enough. I can share. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. Would make classes much more entertaining for the students. And with the guns, the cocaine would give the teachers the means to fulfill the NRA's wish that armed teachers fight off any potential school shooter. I liked it, but I don't think it was long enough. If you could have added a few more words, I think I would have been laughing a little harder. Oh, it's like he was looking for the end of the joke as he was saying it. Uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> and the gun, and the NRA, because they're on the, on the right, they think that the teachers should have guns. And do you know how that? Remember Uvalde? <laughs> and when the police didn't go into the. Yeah, Tom, we, you don't have to fit everything in. We understand. <laughs> All right. And that's a great note on which to say. And now on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. <laughs> Boy, that was terrible. Oh, Tom. So, I mean, pay attention to the news, folks, because you're going to want to be well-versed when Tommy Myers hits the stage on June 29th. <laughs> yeah, can you pause while we try to figure out what you're going to say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, we're doing sort of a drinking game back here. <laughs> uh, we're supposed to drink every time we laugh. So far, we're sober as hell. <laughs> I think June 29th, it might only be five, ten of us. I think it's going to be the loudest ovation Tom Myers has ever received. Five people would impress me. If you get to ten, that's a very successful well, trip. Well, I mean, so I bought, I myself bought five tickets. Me, Justin, the first three people that got back to me. No shit. Other people have confirmed that they will be there. No shit. Yeah. How far of a drive is it? Has Justin looked it up? Six hours. Now, ah, also terrible. keep in mind, folks, it is the Thursday of 4th of July weekend. Ah. So just bear that in mind. If it was the next weekend, I mean, the next week, I more or less have it off. So that would have been. Well, hey, too bad. You snooze, you lose, pal. <sighs> All right. Uh, we'll be there, folks. Yeah. That, that's the end of the video. The video. All right. I think that's the end. I think that's the end of us pretty much. Yeah. Um. Thank you for uh, thank you for any super chats and all that sent in today. Thanks for hanging out in the chat and watching live. Uh, if you guys want to do that in future weeks, if you're listening and you want to do that, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, if you subscribe and tap the bell, then you know whenever we post videos and whenever we go live. Um, keep getting those numbers up, baby. 
I think, <laughs> I think uh, I looked today, I think in the last year, the YouTube channel has grown 871% or something like that. Pretty good. Now, now that number is coming from uh, like 400 or whatever we had last year. So, but still not bad. So uh, I appreciate everyone subscribing to the YouTube, but only a small portion of the people who watch these videos subscribe. So if you tap the uh, subscribe button, then you make then you make sure you know when you get all our videos. And uh, if you go to blindmike.net, you can get that link. You can get all the free links to Blind Mike Project, wherever you get podcasts, Why Are You Laughing, Who Are These Socials. All the links are there at blindmike.net. And then if you like those programs and you want more, if you want a couple of bonus Why You Laugh things every single month, um, if you want to watch Quincy with us, which we just celebrated a year's worth of Q's Days, um, come back and come back and join us for that. We've been uh, sending veiled threats more or less to uh, our favorite <laughs> raider. Yeah, we're not, no, 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 no one's threatening the man. He doesn't have to come on if he doesn't want to. We've been trying to get the top Quincy reviewer on, and he has uh, denied us so far. So you can watch that storyline play out. Um, come to the Patreon if you want to support the show. That's the best way to do it. And uh, we're trying. <laughs> We're at the at the one thousand patrons. We're gonna play the Richard Ojeda drinking game, and at two thousand, I'm going to perform a Tom Myers stand up set somewhere in this great nation. So, Havard de uh, Grace. So get those numbers up. I can't do it in Havard de Grace. I'd be crucified. Mm. They, they, the people would torch me. It's a legend there. Two thousand though. What do you mean? It's a lot of people. Uh, it would be here. You sell out the theater next to where you recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, he's, a, he's a local legend there. Um, but yeah, blindmike.net's where you can get all that. And then if you want uh, the kind of stuff that Craig does, if you want shock jockery, if you want to be shocked. By the way, I listened uh, to the beginning. I was posting an old Why Are You Laughing clip. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go into a Why You Laughing episode. I, in hindsight, I get why people were so annoyed at Mike Harris. Oh, we knew it. We knew in real time. An episode starts and he's just laughing before I speak. <laughs> we knew in real time. He would always have. He, he, I mean, the hit rate wasn't great. That's why it was a problem. But every time someone would say something, he'd have to tag it. <laughs> yeah. Well, rest in peace. He's he's missed. He and BJ are trying to get their. Uh, legal license back. Yeah. And um, go to verygoodshow.org. That's where you can find all that stuff. Yeah. August 12th, we got a, a meetup in Falmouth, Massachusetts. So if you guys can't make Have a Grace, feel free to come to that. We're going to watch Scott Stapp perform at a, uh, a fairgrounds from Creed. You've ripped me off without my without my consent. <laughs> What's that? Meetups started here, pal. Oh, yeah. That's just right. never, that's never right. do them. That's right. It came up, uh, it came up naturally. Uh, we were talking about Creed and then we, Matt, he's like, you see what Mike's doing? We should do that. Yeah. Matt told me, uh, <laughs> that he saw I'm performing at some sort of like bacon festival, like something stupid. Okay. <laughs> and we found out he's performing in Massachusetts at a fair for the cops. So we you like, should, we have to if go. he's taking requests, you should request the Marlins song. Oh, we've talked. <laughs> you, you're aware of that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Strike three. A stolen base. <laughs> it's really terrible. <laughs> Let's go, Marlins! Make us proud. It's, <laughs> it's the worst. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it, right? I think so. 
All right. Sorry yeah, to anyone folks. we pissed off, uh, you know, plugging that stuff at the end of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry you had to sit through it and couldn't just turn it off. <laughs> and we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way. Everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me a Mike Vrabel story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. Stop, my belly hurts. Can you please kindly F off, please? Anyway, God bless America.